And we're back another week with uh, America's two favorite radio hosts. Uh, and we're not talking about George Dunham or uh, Craig Miller. We're talking about Creighton Branch and EA. It's Turn Off Your Mics, the one program that proves that the board ops know what they're talking about. And it's time for them to turn off their damn mics and let us talk and take over. Am I right, Creighton? That was that was the best um, explanation of the title so far since we've started this. So I'll give you that. Wow. So you don't no, say anything. Like we've title. done like six <laughs> episodes. And you let wait until I say something good, and then that you're like, "That one was a good one." I'll just give well, you that. thank you, thank you so much. My partner in crime, Creighton Branch, decides to wait to tell me that we did something right, even though I've been failing apparently for five weeks. I didn't say you were failing. I'm just saying that 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 gives clarity for why it's called what it's called. Well, can more we, so than any other. Week. Okay, that's great. Well, tune in next week when we have a new co-host. <laughs> oh, uh, welcome everybody to it's a great day. It's a great day because I got Creighton Branch and. We're talking sports and fun, and what better way to spend your uh, day with us? And I can't, I can't find a better person to do it. It's also a great day because it's fight night. Is it fight night? Not for the UFC, but for the BKMC. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is another random thing that you're into. Uh, yeah, this is bare knuckle fighting. Have you? Creating how? Where do you find <laughs> the time? You, no, like where do you find the time? Because you don't have you sleep, you sleep. I assume. Uh, that's that is so debatable. Because I, mean, I, I really mean, because I can't tell like where where you put in your sleep, where you put in your work, where you put in all these. Look, you're watching the the women's softball team right now. You were you're watching into, them too. Oh yeah, but I'm watching it for By different the way, reasons. Alabama is another like all time dynasty team. Like I was talking about Oklahoma, right? Alabama's up there too, but Oklahoma's kind of like taking the reins of that. Like, and so Alabama used to be the Oklahoma. You know, listen, Cat. Why does Creighton not have a show about anything? Just give him the show. He knows about everything. But BKFC, that's true. I, I thank you for vouching for yeah, me. But, but BKFC, but Burger King. They, no, bare knuckle. Have you ever watched this? No. Okay, so I'm not gonna spend but more than a minute on this because I just like I I, I want this sport to grow because I think it's amazing. So you, do you know what the slap league is? Yeah, yeah. Of okay, course. so. It's not like the slap league, but what I'm trying to say is it's like on that like fringe it's, level. It's on it's on that level of where I think a lot of people think it's like, whoa, stupid. that's too barbaric for or us. Or stupid. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's not. That's but it's I'm not saying. stupid. Like if you just watch this. So I got in on this on the on on ground level. Like very first, they're like I don't even know what pay per view they're on now, but they've been doing it for like two and a half years now. Anyways, like I and so I I discovered it because one of the UFC fighters long time ago um came a free agent and signed over there and i was like what is this so i watched it on the first uh the first pay-per-view and i was hooked man i'm talking like and it's actually not as violent well it is but it's not as violent as you think it would be because they do have regulations you don't just get the <laughs> like you still have to have your wrist wrapped right. a little bit but what is the point of it like you use your bare knuckles to like yes is that the only way you can fight with using your bare it's knuckles it's a mix it's weird it's a mix between i would say Boxing, uh, it's way more boxing than it is mixed martial arts. I see. Okay. Yeah, it's way, but but there is a mix of MMA in there, but it's way more on the boxing side. It is, even though it is like not as violent as you think it is, it's still pretty like straight carnage. And so, like, I'm talking like, I mean, you'd be lucky to walk out of there without like a, a gashed eye or. So why would because the minute you hit somebody you, with your bare knuckles, well, if I'm a tr- trained fighter, why would I go into this league when I can go to the MMA? 
Like, what's the well, why? Not everybody can go into the UFC. Why? Because it's freaking hard to play right, to so, fight in the so UFC. So apparently, this is just amateur hour. I will say, for the first like year, everybody that was fighting in this promotion would have not made it anywhere else. It well, was I, I guarantee rough. you, I guarantee you, it's probably <laughs> it's gotten the a same. lot better. Mike no. Perry's in the league now. You say uh, this name like I'm supposed to know him. You don't know Mike Perry? No. Do you know Paige Van Zant? No. Okay, well, Paige Van Zant was in the league at one point. She got her butt kicked a couple times. Mike Perry's in the league now. Greg Hardy was in the league. So he got beat down. So these Bro- are outcasts. Brock Weaver was in the league. Do you know Brock Weaver? I've heard of his name. I think. Oh, that's good. Okay, so he's but it in just the league. sounds familiar. I don't know where <laughs> I know it from. I just know I've heard of that name. He could be a porn star for all I know. <laughs> it's not. So yeah, it's and the best part is that uh, you can hit people in the clinch, so you can wrap up and you can just pop, 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 or just hard. Okay, so why this doesn't sound more exciting than regular MMA? It's not as exciting as UFC. Nothing will ever be as exciting as UFC. Yeah, but, but this is a great second tier option if you ever want to get into anything other than fighting. What did I tell you on the first episode? I said, "Am I not the biggest fighting fan here in the country?" You in are. The t- you're a big fighting. I'm fan. telling you, man, I am. But you know what? You're a fan of everything. <laughs> Just saying, you're a fan of fi- uh, horses that apparently don't know what they're a ho- race. They're racing champions. Yeah, I got thoughts on that, but the you, BKFC I'm saying, man's fine. You're just, you're, you're just uh, you continue to, am- to amaze me we, that you have an interest in about every damn thing. I, I could. I'm, are you into Afghan music? Do I need to bring? <laughs> who's your top Afghan musician? <laughs> I would. I do like it. I don't know anything about it, but I do like the sounds. And I pro- and I produce music with those Ra- sounds racist. sometimes. No, 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 it's not. I mean, I'm oh, I'm also I'm not going to get into it, but just to just to piggyback off your point, I'm also majorly into cornhole. Major cornhole guy. How did I watch all the championships, like all the national things and everything? Yeah, you're just a big fan of watching custom everything. boards. I got you could watch there. anything, honestly, right? Like you're the most. I guarantee you. Uh, I, I don't know how you don't, you know, if you had a girlfriend, you'd be awesome right now because your girlfriend would be, but, oh my God, you, I, we could watch anything. Like she could put on anything on the TV and you'd be cool. With well, it. I have watched all 22 seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yes, you have. So ladies. Because it's not, it's, I just, I love being informed about stuff. I love knowing about things. And ladies, so that's Creighton Branch, go get them. Watch it. It's severely underrated. What the Kardashians? Yeah, because they know what they're doing. Like they understand. I, that, I've seen. They it. understand why they understand people poke fun at them, and so like they're they're totally in on the. Joke. I love how you're defending the Kardashians. We went from a <laughs> random fighting thing to how you love to support the Kardashians. But it's BKFC night. Go home and watch it. I guarantee. Well, you'll one be thing uh, as we drop this podcast will be Saturday morning. So tonight actually is a bigger option to watch is the Dallas Stars hockey team. The Maverick, uh, not the sorry, the Dallas Stars hockey team. Not the Mavericks because they suck. This Stars team is actually one win away from the Western Conference Finals. That's going to be two years in a row, Creighton, that we'd have two Dallas teams going back to a conference championship team. That's amazing for the DFW area. Uh, we're all excited. They're taking on the Kraken in Seattle. Hopefully they win game six tomorrow so they can advance. Uh, I know we don't really talk about hockey too much here on this podcast, mainly because me and Creighton don't know anything about hockey. Well, I'm not going to sit up here and like try to analyze it like I'm a, right. like I watch it, but I don't want to sit up here and sound like a, you're not, like, you're not Owen and Bruce. I don't want to be a poser. Like I don't want to sit yeah. up here. It's the last thing I want to do is sit up here, be a poser and try to analyze something that I'm not as intelligent about. When it when it comes to other people, even just at this radio station, like I don't want to do that. And so I will say though that this one feels like much less of a fluke 
than the team last year. Well, that's just because, well, you know what? It's funny because you probably last year thought it was not a fluke. I definitely thought the Mavericks thing was a little odd that they made it all the way there. It was a little weird. I I enjoyed it, but I thought, okay, I was like, this is a really straight, I can't believe we're already here. You can feel the vibes, right? Right now with the Dallas Stars. Right now, I feel something in this town. The way this town is celebrating, we feel like this Dallas Stars team has the ability and the way you know the Boston Bruins going out in the other conference early in the first round, we feel like the Dallas Stars have an opportunity to go far. And I don't think it's anything out of the notion to say that the Dallas Stars team this year, the players that are on that team as a collective unit are way better than what the Mavericks had put on the court last year that somehow made it to the WCF. Right. Outside of Luka Doncic, that was yeah. a cast of castaways. Because, like, your best players on the Stars with, like, Jason and, you know, all those guys, uh, Wyatt, you could take them, but then you can even go farther down. I mean, Jake also, by the way. But Jake Andre, Pavelski. Yeah, I was say, you can go farther down. You can start going to Joe. And these are all – and, like, see, like, I didn't even say Joe, Pavelski, and Miro – and I would say that they're in the top, but see what I'm saying? You could take like 10 of these players on the team and be like, oh yeah, that's like an amazing player. They have you couldn't depth. say that about the Mavericks. They have depth here on the Dallas Stars. Yeah. And I feel like watching the Stars team, I they, they can compete with almost everybody in the Western Conference. We'll see what happens in the Stanley Cup because I think the Eastern Conference is a whole nother level and we'll see if they can compete with those kind of teams. But right now, I have confidence that the Stars can get to the Stanley Cup Finals. I, like yeah. That's not an outside shot. Last year... We were like the Mavericks are in the Western Conference Finals. Right. Our whoopity woo, like you know, we put our flags up. We but, were happy to be there, right? But we also kind of like, eh. yeah, it was really strange, and especially that the way that they had beat the Phoenix Suns. That was our championship. It was kind of like whoa, like that didn't seem right. That like, felt yeah. that felt like that was our championship moment. Then yeah. that was the Mavericks saying, "Hey, we did it. We took down the number one seed in seven games." And now we're going against a really good team. If we because I remember everyone was content with losing to the Warriors. Jeez. That's I think because we all knew that we were going to lose to the Warriors. <laughs> that, that's how bad it was. But anyway, congratulations to the Dallas no, Stars. Yeah, they're gonna... one win away from the Western Conference Championship. Let's see if they can do it. And then uh, if not, Monday I think Monday night is Game Seven here right. back at the AC. I think that what really helps this team out one is that. Because of the players they have and who is between the sticks with Jake Odinger, uh, that it's not far fetched to say that on any given night that they can beat anybody, which is a good thing. And that that's that that is partially what you need in a playoff that is as wildly sporadic as the Stanley Cup Finals are. And they the have the best are. beat reporter covering them in Mr. Saad Yusuf. Oh you know, yeah, yeah, he's great. And so man. he, I think they're a good luck charm. He 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 is he's been. He's my go-to when I need if I ever need audio or da 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 da, you know. And so he's 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 got the hookups. That's right. And that's, so that's and, we love that, and I think he's their good luck. He's gonna I, if if Saad was covering another team, they would win the championship. I think Saad is the reason oh, yeah. why. They, well, Saad is the Mavericks, reason, man. Yeah, we'll put cover yes. Cover the Mavericks. <laughs> I think they win. I think they win tomorrow or today at the time of Tonight, this podcast. Yeah, whatever. So, yeah, I think they. I think they win in Seattle. I think that'd be a really good luck. Um, regardless, though, I I would be shocked. If they lost both of these games, I would like to. I would you, think, you think that they're going to win at least because, like, obviously you have to win Game Seven. I would think that if they lose Game Six, they're going to win Game Seven, or they're just going to flat out win Game Six. Well, later on we're going to go. We're going to talk about why we shouldn't go with your predictions. Thanks, because you're pretty bad at them. But <laughs> right now, I got to tell you a very funny story. Well, it was more embarrassing for me, funny for you. 
and everybody listening. All right, so as you look at me, I'm more of a I'm a bigger individual. I'm a big guy, but I'm also a very hairy guy. Oh my god! So those two don't help when it's hot. It makes me sweat easier, right? So what happened? So I went and was dispatched to the star today to cover rookie mini camps. Uh, and I got there and I was doing the normal thing and it was fun being back there. I hadn't been back there since my, uh, one Oh three, three ESPN days. So it was kind of cool to get back into, uh, the routine of there as the, as ESPN. We all had reporter. We we sent reporters there too. We weren't like, yeah, you're right. We were some like ragtag station (laughs) that was like renegades. We were an affiliate. (laughs) That's fair. You're right. Continue. Okay. Anyway, geez, ESPN doesn't get any love. Any, what the heck? Anyway, Rest in peace, 1033. <laughs> um, we were, so I got back there, and it was good to be back. By the way, Jerry Jones takes care of you. Their fridge full of uh, great uh, products. Including, uh, well, more like the Dr. Peppers and the and the diet versions of all those great <laughs> drinks. Like, I didn't know there was diet or zero sugar ginger ale. You didn't? No. Oh, yeah. And I saw it, and I took one oh, yeah. immediately. So props to Jerry Jones for taking care of the media. Uh, well, I went down there. We're going to the locker room to get uh, audio, and they have the players of uh, set up right next to where the showers are, the shower entrance. At first, when I got down there, I was cool. It was pretty cold in the uh, locker room, so I was cool. Then we get near where the players are. I'm still cool. Next to me are two very, uh, say, pretty reporter girls. One of them, of course, is Sam Gannon, of course, of Fox Four. We know we love her here at the at the ticket. She's been on uh, here hosting, and of course, we love her on Free for All with Mike Ducey. Another girl, I don't know her name, but she was very pretty. Anyway, um, they were standing next to me, and all of a sudden, I'm you know you know you've seen it where reporters when you're around a athlete, it's called like a gangbang where all the reporters. Oh my god, that's I what they call it. They call it gangers. They call it gangers. I did not know that that was a term. And I so never used that term. The, the reporters, okay. the reporters okay. are all over. Whatever, but that's wow. what they call it. Is that re- okay? They, they right, called I'm it take that. Word for it. I've never gangers, gangbangers, whatever. <laughs> oh so they put all the reporters surround the athlete, right? right and you hold out your and you thing hold as long as possible. Exactly, and you know that hurts. You're trying to hold out. Yeah, and it sucks. Well, midway through, put your head down. Just pray that he's like, "Come on, finish." Yeah. Midway through, I felt weird because it started to get really hot, and all of a sudden, now here's the thing about me: I sweat weird places, mostly on my forearms for some reason. Like right on my fore, it's like God was like, "You know what? I'm going to give you an abnormal spot to have sweat come out," and I got all on my forearms. That's where I get them. Also, I get up here in my hair area (laughs) where it mix. Like, let's say if I don't dry my hair properly and I start to sweat, those two mix, and then it starts to be like a waterfall come down my my head. (laughs) So that's happening all of a sudden. I feel things dripping down my head. Whoa. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Why am I so sweaty? Is it hot in here? So I look around the, uh, the room. It's not happening to anybody else. Right. It is just happening to me. And this is, of course, the the that really pretty girl that's next to me. She's sitting there. And here's the thing. There's really nothing to do with pretty girls. I'm not trying to be judgmental or anything about looks and all that. But when I'm around women, especially pretty girls, I'm more nervous than never. I don't know really? why I, I am. I'm a nervous wreck. I don't know why. <laughs> I know it's stupid. I know you can make fun of me all you want. But it just is the worst thing in the world for me, especially when I don't feel uh, 
sexy enough oh or where I don't feel good looking enough. And <laughs> when I'm in a this? sweaty mode right now, I definitely don't want to be in that situation. So imagine me, my hand, I'm trying to get this audio. My job is to get this audio. All of a sudden, she's next to me trying to like put her hand out. I don't want my sweaty <laughs> forearm to attack her. I'm also want her not to look up like, ew, what the hell is going down his neck? <laughs> and so I'm in a most this, the worst situation I've ever been in. Then it gets worse because right next to me on the right side is uh, Athletic's own John Mashoda. And he, I swear, tells, I think it was David Hellman behind me. And he tells him something. I, all I hear is this, sweaty, and they're laughing. Wow. Now, he could be talking about somebody else. But as I have already said earlier, there's nobody in this <laughs> restroom that's sweating. I'm looking around, and he's giggling a little bit. I'm like, oh, well, he's obviously talking about me. And I am so now paranoid now that I'm in the middle of this, and I'm like, and here's the funny thing. These, I've never seen these rookies answer so many questions in a row. I'm swear there's at least like seven to ten minutes each. And we had at least four rookies come in and uh, uh, take questions from us. Were they excited to talk? I guess so, but they just well, kept good. in. I would, I would much rather – I will say this just for the record. I'd much rather prefer them to do that than to give me one answer yes. Well, of time. course. And I'm glad that they gave us answers. But I also did not like me sweating – up a storm, and I'm only, and again, it's not hot. I don't know what's going on. Why am I sweating and everybody else is cool as a cucumber? Finally, I go to the other side uh, uh, for the last one, for the last uh, rookie, and I, I'm on the other side of the thing, get away from the girls, maybe with all the, no, I'm still doing this, wiping oh, things. I'm like, good God, what's going on? <laughs> And as soon as we leave, I'm looking at my shirt. My shirt, as you can see, is a very light blue polo. <laughs> it's see-through. <laughs> so as you look down, it looked like I was inside the rain. There's a big spot here in the middle with little tiny spots perpetuating. I'm like, what the F is going on? Why? Am, what's going on with me? As soon as we leave the locker room, it's gone. I, I cool off instantly. It was the weirdest thing. It's like God himself. Oh, was you like, still haven't figured it out? Well, it's because I'm I'm a hairy guy. Oh, I thought you were gonna come with like a. I know why I did that. You so you don't know? Okay. No, 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 no. I no. The reason why I I think I know the reason. We were right next to the shower opening, right the entrance. Yeah, you know on, they're all taking showers. Humidity. So the, there's humidity coming yeah. from the showers probably, but I don't know why it was only affecting me. Only you. Because of my hair, and so again, if you were standing next to me today at the uh, or yesterday, if, when you hear this, uh, well, I do apologize for my sweating. Uh, Sam Gannon, I apologize for the sweat and pretty girl who I don't know her. I really don't know her name. <laughs> oh my God, uh, but sorry for the. And there was another girl across from me, and this is it. Okay, that you know, I was like, oh, she's very in my head. I'm like, oh, this girl's really cute or something. And so in your head, you're like, oh, but then again, like I said, when I think they're cute or. When my I get nervous more, well, then the whole time she's across from me and I'm doing this and she's staring at me and I'm like, God, she's noticing the sweat. And my mind is like, she's noticing the sweat. She's like, what's wrong with him? Why does he why does he look like he's soaked? So, yeah, today was not good for me as I looked completely drenched. And yet I was the only one that looked like that during the entire thing. Sweats McGee, man. Yeah, Sweats McGee. So, Sweats McGee over uh, here. I apologize for anybody who was around me tonight, and uh, uh, and I hope I didn't get any sweat on Just you. Straight I hope. Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite, go home and 
shave your head off and I felt like I had to do that. I felt like I felt like uh I thought it was my head. And then and then I what else did I say? I thought it was my head and then I think I think I was, but it wasn't. I think so he goes, then I realized the candles are making me hot. <laughs> I said, yeah, no kidding. Has like, that ever happened in Ukraine? Not the sweat, I'm sure, but where you got nervous or you had an embarrassing moment in front of people? In front of people, like nervous in front of people? Man. Or embar- it had something that happened where it was just making you just like, oh, man. like When it comes to like like professional athletes and stuff like no, that? No, like more like if you're saying like professional setting. Let's say you're in a professional, not a professional setting, but you're in front of a lot of people and you feel like, uh-oh, like either you're sweating a little too much or maybe you I'm feel sure like- something happened Maybe you're not smelling like the freshest, but you just like, you can do, you feel right. it, that you're in the, like, oh my God, I need to be out of here. This is not, not right, but you can't leave that area. Yeah, I bet something either I, I don't I can't pinpoint something. I guarantee you something happened while I was either while I was DJing or like while I was doing like when I was in one of the photo pits at one of the festivals. That seems to be where it would usually happen, and I can't pinpoint. But no, it, I mean I'm I'm a I'm an idiot. So like you're an idiot. Uh, That's your like, defense. <laughs> like so like like I'm 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 not afraid to like look stupid, but I guarantee you I have. I'm not this. I'm definitely not like the guy that's like. Got it all together. So, like, I'm sure at some so point. So, you probably, it like, it, it's oblivious to you if it did happen. You're just kind of just going through the motions and you really don't notice. For me, I'm different because. Right. But then again, I also. I'm I, very uh, cognitive of what's going on with what's around I, me. And, it, yeah. And then again, like, a part of that is also like, like, I've stopped really, like, caring about, like, what other people think. Like, I'm, I've got. I, I need to get to that point. I've gotten really good at it. And it's partially because, like, like, just, like, you really just can't uh in some aspects and so like and uh also t- also also like i'll tell you this the, i mean if you ever do it which i don't know if you ever will dj wedding you'll be humbled really quick wow okay you want to talk about ruthless yeah i, I can see straight that straight ruthless they will break you to your knees like, oh yeah like you you learn you learn to not let anything take you like like you learn to take everything off the shoulder. There. I feel like I need to go to therapy then. That, so, that's what you're telling me. But, uh, man, I mean, I well, know. no, because honestly, in, in my defense, like I, I'm the opposite of you. I, I don't know why, I mean, and stuff I know does bother me. I'm not saying that. I'm just right, saying but that, no, like, but like I also I get nervous for no reason. But that was just hilarious to me that that would happen. I'm coming in there, <laughs> you just, but my main so thing was it did. I, I didn't see it coming. It came out of <laughs> nowhere, like. like all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I am drenched. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> like I could take it. <laughs> Just I, like I, I felt like I felt like why is it? And it, you know what? The funny thing was, it wasn't like normal sweat. It was like you it good, was, bro. Yeah, it yeah, was, yeah, I'm good. I'm, it was like a going. waterfall that was coming down my my face. I'm like, what's going on? You like that Jordan Pill? Uh, yes, meme. and that was on my Twitter today. Oh, like, really? Yeah, I put oh, that. See, I didn't even I, see your tweet. I'm my, glad I did not see your tweet on that one. Yeah, well, That's that was so my clue good. to people what was going to go on. That is, uh, I did you get the audio? Yes, I got the audio. It's all cut up. What did uh, what did Zeke have to say? Zeke was not there. <laughs> uh, moving on to the Cowboys. Speaking of the Cowboys, let's talk about them. The schedule release. That's right. The most anticipated moment of the offseason. Not the draft. Not free agency. Not OTAs or mini camps. It's the uh, it's the uh, schedule release. Because even though we knew who our the opponents were all season long, because it's determined by a formula that by the NFL. We like to know when we're playing that team. We like to know 
why what time what, what's the what's the road home schedule like how many primetime games is the team going to get so we have the Dallas Cowboys 2023 schedule and we're about to break it down and me and Creighton are going to give you our predictions our way too early doesn't matter anything predictions i would like to premise that this this is an example of why to take this with a grain of salt and i'm not the only one that did this but last year at this point in time, mm-hmm. I was like, we're probably only going to win four games, maybe five. We clearly did not. So that shows you take this like early prediction. Or, I, again, as you will tell in the next segment, that's right. Creighton yes. does not know anything about sports. <laughs> no, And you should not, not take his predictions, quote-unquote predictions, when seriously. When it comes to Kevin Durant. That's it. No, that's okay. all. All Other right. Other than that, you can. Fit. Anyways, that's, all right. That, let's that. let's get let's get going. So the schedule release. The first thing about the schedule before we start breaking it down, I will say this: the Cowboys are very popular this year. They have the maximum six primetime games. Now, I, I got to ask you: Are you a fan of the primetime game? Yeah, hundred percent. Oh my god! If you could play every game at night, I'd be so down for that. But the See, thing is, some like, people I, on Twitter are mm, kind of why? pushing back against it because, you know. Imagine this. And it's the, too it, late for you? Well, imagine it's this. It's too late. i got to well, go to bed. Well, yeah, yeah. but well, you don't Give sleep. You're break. the only one that doesn't sleep. You're a vampire. Like, what, is that your, like, ooh, is, that, oh, is that your whiny voice? Just, just, You know what I have to say? Tough it out. Okay. Dude, well, you're going give, to bed at 11. Like, it's not that big of a deal. No, no like, but you, well, okay, but people in the industry don't. Like, we, what? like, you know, uh, you know. And you, I can say, you want to know why? Because I will go to bed at 11 and I will wake up at 5 if I have to. So it's not like I'm not well, doing not it. Your I'm work practicing schedule anyway? what I preach. See, the funny thing is that's your work schedule anyway. Okay, fine. You want me to really, you want me to really do it? <laughs> yeah. You want me to really do it? I was here at 3 the other day, 3 p.m., and I stayed till 6 a.m., and I was just fine. Ooh. So, see, it's fine. I can, if I can, I practice what I preach. So what I'm saying to that is, suck it up. All right, night so, games are the best. Okay, so are you happy the Cowboys have six games? Then? Oh yeah, but the thing is, is I, I would have been. It's just always going to be like that because the games that may have the most views and drive the ratings are games with the Cowboys in them. It's no secret. It's been happening forever. That's why even though they suck, the America's team thing has continued to stay with them for decades exactly right? and it just gets heightened when they start actually being good and winning super bowls but clearly that hasn't happened in two decades but it still has even through the tony Romo years the dak prescott years when tony Romo was hurt and you were sucking dak prescott the bad years the the, the abomination we had a few years ago all of that all of that still stays the America's team and the lore of the Cowboys and the Dallas Star. Sorry, the the star the star the, comes in the there. star on the logo the logo the star is still as popular as ever because it's the Dallas Cowboys. People love to hate them. People love yeah. to love them. And it's always going to be like that. They're going to be the team that drives the ratings. And they're going to always get, if not the most, they're going to be right there in the top like two or three. Okay, I get that. Uh, and that's a, that's pretty much what's going to happen always for your Dallas Cowboys. What's interesting about this year's thing is not only do they have six primetime games, but only two noon games. Thank and that was Lord. That to me was the biggest thing. I hate noon games. I, I hate them with a passion for two reasons. One, because we both now work in the industry. So you and I will somehow be a part of Cowboy games no matter what. So either we're reporting on games, we're you know doing the Cowboys pre- and post-game show right here live on the ticket. Uh, we're, we're kind of involved with it, so that's okay. I, I don't care if they're noon then because we're already up. But 
as a fan, I remember sometimes I'd wake up, and you remember Saturday nights you'd like go party or stay up, and it would be a beating trying to wake up for that noon game. Well, that's, and I would yeah. not be like vi- visibly up. So like for the first half of a noon game, I'm sitting there like, what? Okay, whatever's going on. Even if they're up thirty five nothing. I don't care. Like I can't handle it. I don't like noon games. I'm not hyped for them. That's... It's just not fun. So luckily, we only have two noon games this year, and that's one thing I'm very happy with the schedule. Yeah, that's what I had. I used to have to. I'd, I would have to go cover a show. At, a show at one of the uh, venues or one of the clubs, and I'd be out till three thirty, four in the morning. And then, like, if you have a twelve o'clock kickoff game, um, Cowboys pregame. Countdown to kickoff starts at nine thirty. I have to be here like at eight thirty, so I get like three hours of sleep. That's how I used to have to do it. Yeah, it and sucks. So it's cra- like I never, as like I just, I just, and I've never like even before I started working here, I've never like new games. I thought that was weird. And I was also in Vegas when the Raiders had a noon game, and they work on Eastern time, right? The NFL works on Eastern time. Yeah. So these dudes are having these are, these guys start pregaming at seven in the morning. I was, and they're in, going to the game at ten a.m. Like, yeah, it's crazy. I, re- I remember. I was in Vegas for it was the the Cowboys were playing the Lions in um on twenty nineteen. They were playing it was a noon game though, but we were in Vegas. So I remember it's you know, Vegas is at least one hour mountain or two hours because compared so, to us it's two and it's three in Eastern. Yeah. And I was like waking up, I'm like, Oh I, I was like hung over. But I was like, Why I, I don't want to wake up, I have to, it's the Cowboys. So I'm just watching a Cowboys game like at nine AM and it's ridiculous. And like nobody likes those games. They oh, need to. Sucks. They need to change those. But whatever. It sucks because the sports books close at freaking seven in the morning when you're in Vegas. Like I cannot wake up and put my bets in at seven in the morning. Oh really? They they close? I oh, didn't know they, they close. close. Yeah yeah they close. You have to close the lines at that. So they close so way earlier than any other day because you have to start. You have to close them before the game start. And it's just like oh, I got to wake up at five in the morning to get all my stuff and go down to the casino and get the you know to the book and. Get all that. Oh, it's such a beating. So twelve o'clock games. Very glad that I we do only have two of those. It's awful. Now here's where the Cowboys get kind of screwed over. Here, there's two things. For one, there's no um, in this schedule. There's no kind of homestand. This is very much a away home away home away away. Home away away. There was only one homestand, and it's not really a homestand because it's during the Thanksgiving Day era. It's the era. so week eleven. You're on the road against Carolina at Carolina, right. so it's a noon game. So you're done with that game. You have a short week, of course. Then you have the Washington Commanders on Thanksgiving. Then you only get a week's rest, and that's your Seattle Seahawks at night. Then you wait, and then. Um, all the way to then you get a little bit of a uh, repress with a longer ten day break, and you get the Eagles Sunday night. So that's the only kind of easy part of the schedule the Cowboys get with a homestand. Other than that, the Cowboys are virtually away from the AT and T Stadium for long periods of time yeah, throughout on, the schedule. On, right? I mean, for most part, you have that's not usually what happens. It's usually, boom, 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 right? Yeah, it's, it's not, very, it's, yeah. it's very choppy. It's a choppy schedule. And you're never gonna, and you're not gonna get a rhythm. So the Cowboys are gonna constantly be on the road. On top of that, they have a very tough road schedule this year. That to me is weird that they did that this year. Now that is, of course, probably just because of the way the schedule worked it's out. The nature of the beast, man. Yeah, but but it's not. It's not. I don't think it's gonna help the Cowboys much because you can't imagine going back and forth. There's a schedule thing in here where you're going to Buffalo one week, the very next week you're going down to Miami. 
Like it's kind of weird. It's a weird schedule. No, that's that's a that's good. It's good that they come back the night of. That would be really tough if they had to like stay a couple days. And do. another uh, weird thing is this, and there was a debate whether or not the Cowboys might stay in California for a week. Is because week five and six, mm-hmm. you are first of all two. By the way, I've never seen this two night games back to back. That's the man. That's what it. That but that's what happens when you're a team that drives ratings more than anybody else. But this is that I've never seen a Sunday night game uh, followed by a Monday night game. Uh, the first one, week five at San Francisco. By the way, they're both away games. So at San Francisco uh, on Sunday night, then you have to fly back home to Dallas and then go back to L.A. for a Monday night game. If that 49ers game wasn't a rematch of a playoff game, it that might be. It might not be a Sunday night game. That's probably what that that you know. Because like the I get like the Chargers. I get that. It's like Justin Herbert. Like everybody loves the Chargers. Yeah. Like it's. I mean, it's a. They're flashy, and he's flashy, and he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, but with the 49ers, I mean, who knows what Brock Purdy's going to be this year? And I have a hard time believing that that would be a that would if it wasn't if it wasn't a rematch of a playoff game. I'd have a hard time believing that that would not be where it is. You know, like yeah, and it is like, I think that'd be a day game if it wasn't. Well, so. Do you think it would be smart for the Cowboys to stay in California that week? That's a long time. Yeah, I mean, I think I mean I, I I'm cool with it. I don't I don't think that's a bad thing. And it's partially because they're so used to being there. Like it's not like California is such a like if they didn't do training camp there and they did it somewhere else and it was like so foreign to them, I'd be like, eh, I don't but know my, if that's right. But like it's not like the state of California even though that's Ox, Oxnard that they're in. Like it's not like it's out of the question. Like these players will have been there for a while during the summer, and they kind of like it's. I don't. I don't think it's gonna like up shell. They. I don't think it's gonna like bother them that much. So I like. I don't think if they do decide to go that route. I like, hope they like, do. I think it's. I, smarter I mean, like I don't. I don't think that they're gonna miss a step. And like you just said, I, I think that it might end up being like a benefit for them that they don't have to because like you travel, so you're done. They finish the night game, travel, you get back, basically. It'd be the morning. You you would have to do. I would be shocked if you have a day off because of how quick it's going to be. But they would probably do a day off. They have to. Well, first, right? the good thing is that it's a Sunday night game to a Monday night no, game. No, that so. helps. So like you do the day off, and then you get Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then you travel. Mm-hmm. So it's like four. So like yeah, I four days compared to like five and a half, six. Like it's a difference. So. I, again, this is a very choppy schedule, and a lot of road, a lot of road traveling. Uh, I think David Moore today on the uh, on the Muser said they travel like over twenty two thousand miles, which is kind of big because you're you're not an East Coast team traveling, you know, all the way to the West Coast or Central Coast, all right. that. You're in the middle where it's easier to travel. It does make it easier. Yet, but but then again, you're still traveling all these long distances, and then we come to December. Uh, usually, the Cowboys. For the longest time, especially during the Tony Romo years, December was what I like to call December to remember because it was the toughest part of their schedule. They just had some tough road games there, and for a while, the Cowboys seemed to overcome that, and they didn't. They started to get easier schedules in December. Not this year. The Cowboys got screwed over this year because <laughs> starting in December, you have Week 14 at home against the Philadelphia Eagles Sunday night. Then next week at Buffalo. 325. Yeah. Then the next week, Christmas Eve in Miami. Lucky them. 325. <laughs> and then 
you finish it out uh, week seventeen, December uh, the night before uh, the New Year's Eve, December thirtieth, Saturday night football on ESPN again at home against the Detroit Lions, and then you finish out the season with the Washington Commanders most likely being in January. Uh, but that December schedule looks brutal: Philly, Buffalo, Miami, and Detroit, and. You know, we know what Philly and Buffalo will bring us because they're two tough teams. But look at Miami. If Tua is back healthy, that's still a very, a very, out. very competitive team uh, in the Dolphins. And then on top of that, you have the uh, Detroit Lions, who everyone thinks that they're going to take another step up this year, including what they've brought into the draft. They have really good running backs now. They have um, a really good, you know, Jared Goff is more comfortable in the system now uh, with a second year with a. Uh, um, their head coach. There you go. Come on. Dan Campbell. Good job. So I'm kind of nervous about December. That's a brutal schedule. That could determine uh, whether or not you're the number one seed or the number two seed, or even if or you're going to you make the playoffs or, or make the playoffs or <laughs> win the division or, you know, hell, be a wild card team. There's so many options there that could be ruined because of that brutal December schedule. Starting off with uh, two middle road games in the middle there. Might circle that. Buffalo Bills game. Let's see if I can go go up there and cover that one. Get a taste of finally get a taste of see what that that Buffalo December is like. Well, I've never I'm creating I'm full like time. I get to go to these <laughs> no, things. I'm just no, I'm just saying, well, I'd like to go regardless, but um I don't know. I'd like to see I hate the cold, but I would like to experience that for one time just to see whatever like the whole big hoopla. Hell, I'll take about. the Miami one. Who plaza? I would I would definitely go to the Miami one if it wasn't Christmas Eve. God, I love Miami. Anyway. Screw your family. Go to, Dude, <laughs> go Miami, to Miami. So good. So okay. Yeah, no. The the, the December schedule's weird. It, it, and by weird, it's just like it's just it's like brutal. you don't know what's gonna happen. It's with hard. It. Um because you could be in a great position where like like you're you you got four games left, and you're you look like you're gonna be pretty like set to be in the playoffs, and then like if the wrong cards fall, you could easily lose these three first three games in December, and it's just bam, I bam, 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 easily, bam. like it's whoa. If you told me Creighton right up and say the Cowboys will lose the first three, Philly, Buffalo, and Miami, I, I would be, be like that. I, I I'll be like that's possible. That's a huge possibility. And then, yeah, and if you go one and three in that stretch. That Detroit game and then Washington is the only thing that could save you. Right. Um, and so, uh, to me, this is very brutal. And mainly on the road team, because not only the December schedule, all your road games are tough. You have a road game against your division opponents on top of that, plus Arizona. You have a road game against San Francisco, LA, the L.A. Chargers. You have a road game against the uh, um, uh, uh, Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. Uh, this is a tough outing for the Dallas Cowboys. I can't stress that enough. So the Cowboys, if you really think they're a good team, you better believe in it this year because they're gonna they're gonna be challenged if they make the playoffs and they're a number one seed or they're the NFC leader. <laughs> they're gonna. At that they point, earned it this I was year. About to say this the same is a, thing. this is where like you, at that point you can say, well, they've earned it for sure. And like the thing with the December schedule. Um, Either you're going to be like you, you could be well into the playoffs, and then you could lose three out of four, and you could go bam, 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 like, like, and then you could lose a really good seed. Or let's say, like for instance, like things don't go your way in the season, you're fighting for a spot in the playoffs. This is not a schedule you'd want to deal with uh, coming into December. And who knows, man? They could also easily do the same thing and win all these games, and that would be that would be a really good sign. I think I think when it comes to the schedule, before we like start getting into like. 
predictions. Uh, the what like what I'm looking at as a whole, I see a lot of like really exciting games. Obviously, like the Jets is something I'm excited for. I love a lot of players on that team. Uh, obviously, the 49ers will be interesting. Just a revenge game. Anytime with Justin Herbert, it's a uh, it's a good game. It's a good time. So the Chargers, Rams, and eh. Eagles, Giants, all the all the uh, division games uh, will be really exciting. Especially now that the Washington Commanders have a new owner. I'd like to see like rest in peace, Daniel Sanders. Yeah, I would like I would like to see. I don't think anything's going to drastically change in the first year, but I would like to see if the culture any like any aspect. As, like is a little different. I or, tweeted out in their step. Maybe it sucks now that we don't have an incompetent team in right. the division. And so, so and th- this is a division that was n- nearly, nearly got all four teams in last year. If it were, if the math could work out like yeah. that. Whew. And so, like, if for some reason the Commanders are semi okay, which they weren't bad last year. It's not like they were awful. And yeah, so, they're okay. They that, were meander. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, it wasn't like they were like two in. You know, they no, were no, no. And so they were, they were, they were okay. They weren't the best, but like, so like even, even them could give you problems if they find a way to like figure out how to be semi-mediocre. And well, we yeah, do know this just, for the Cowboys, really they're again, in my opinion, uh, going into this season, they're still the same landscape. It was uh, last season. There's only three teams in my opinion that really will vie for the number one seed in the NFC. That's the Eagles. That's the Niners, and that's the Cowboys. I don't think anyone else is good I enough. Could the Green Bay, the Niners, though, tapering off. Man. I th- that killed again. Call me, call me something, but I just don't believe in Brock Purdy. And no, I was about to say that. I said Brock Purdy to me. You can't tell me all of a sudden that Brock Purdy is going to have the same effect he's going to have that he did last year. If he did, then we have like the yeah, remaking of the right? Tom Brady 2.0 storyline that's coming back to life. Other than that, let's see what happens there yeah. again. And also, San Francisco tapered off a little bit even without Brock Purdy their defense fell apart in that NFC championship game what happened to their stout defense they got exposed a little bit and something got exposed remember I, we said this going into the San Francisco game against the Cowboys there were things that the Cowboys if they did right they could have exposed their defense they, they yep. weren't a very uh, stout defense fully so my thing is this there's still those three teams in the NFC everyone else Green Bay lost Aaron Rodgers so they're out of it Jordan Love is not going to do anything. Trust me. Hey. Uh, Carolina is restarting. You know they're yeah, re- but they got a really, really nice piece. Okay, a really but exciting quarterback. That's great. They're still they're still years away. Okay, they're years away. <laughs> uh, so Carolina's out. Pretty much the entire <laughs> NFC South done. Do not count on the NFC South at all. Uh, they ain't gonna do shit. Uh, <laughs> you don't think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are gonna? With what? Who's their quarterback? Who's their quarterback? No, know, it's a just, quarter. People, I'll, yeah, hey, I'll, I'll, before we get the schedule, let me tell the children out there: if you want to learn football <laughs> yeah, like yeah. us, because we're geniuses, I'm me particularly. Um, if you want to learn about football, it's very easy. Look who has a good quarterback, and that will tell you how good the team's gonna be. How do you know? How do you know that the New Orleans quarter, Saints aren't gonna rock and roll this year? <laughs> <laughs> Again, like I said, it's a quarterback-driven league. If you don't have a good quarterback, you're fucked. That's all I got to say. What if you have a mediocre quarterback? Even a mediocre quarterback can get you somewhere as long so as your where, defense. So where's Dak? Where's Dak lie? That's kind of where I was okay. in the middle. Because right now, I don't know about Dak. Sometimes he's a great quarterback. Sometimes he's a mediocre it's, quarterback. Uh, yeah, no, this this schedule is is it's going to be a, it's going to be a lot. Of, oh yeah, he, I'll tell you this that. There is very few margins for error, and there's very few times that you can have a 
bad game oh, in this if schedule. If Dak played, if Dak played anything like he did last year in this with this schedule, kiss the playoffs. If you goodbye. have a bad game in this schedule on Ooh. any of these teams, most likely you will lose that game. You will. And even if you, Big I'm time. telling you, even if you want to like count out the Panthers, I know, I get it. Like they're not good. They got, but don't think for a second that they can't. Like there's a there's a there's a chance there that. Because there's and this happened with Dak in his first year. You know, your, your rookie comes in, you don't have the tape on them like you would in the second year. He might light it up, man. I don't know. Like that's what I'm saying. Like that beats me. I'm not saying I no. Nah, I wholeheartedly believe they're going to beat the Panthers. But I'm saying you can't sleep on any team. If in we this lose schedule. to the Panthers. I'm gonna punch you. Really? I'm gonna punch you for what reason? Because I just because you said? said something out there outlandish and it came true. Like you so don't think I will find you and punch you. Do you- like, do you do you not believe that Bryce Young? He's not gonna listen. That's not a good team. I'm not, I know. Did I'm they, just did saying. Did they fix anything else? But like, no. But what I'm saying is, hear me out. I'm not saying they're gonna. And we have a really good defense. They could easily go. I'm just saying that the if Cowboys. You, if you don't I need to stop saying best, the I'm Cowboys. Gonna, this is not supposed to be a Panthers Cowboys game debate. I'm I don't know why tell, you're bringing that no, up. I'm just telling you that on any given day, like especially with the Panthers game, that seems like a give me. If you if you suck, if you suck as Dak or any of your other players. No. And for some reason, Bryce Young turns into like who they expect him to be. Like you could lose that game, possibly. I don't think they. We're will. moving on because you're just talking Come about on, the man. Panthers. Okay, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you? I get like, your like, point. Listen, you I get cannot your point. sit here. This is the same crap we did last year, last last week. You can't sit here and tell me it's a hundred percent guarantee that they're going to beat the Panthers, right? That's all I want to know. Okay, it's not a hundred. You can't put a hundred percent. That's all I'm saying. And I'm but just saying, I could put ninety nine point nine percent. Oh man, I don't know. That's a little unfair to those guys. They're still NFL players. Who's live? Still, what do you mean who's Liv? Liv Morgan? You don't know Liv Morgan? I, I, I know her you, now. Well, don't send me down the wrestling. I'm not. I'm not sorry. I just saw her and I was like, wow. Oh, okay. Oh, Rodriguez. Uh, you missed the bloodline just a second ago, by the way. That's cool. You know, uh, you know I don't about, care did about you that. salute your tribal chief? I did not. I Roman Reigns? I just saw a very pretty girl and I got distracted. All right. It's time for the schedule breakdown where we give our predictions. It's finally time. Let's see if me and Creighton think the Cowboys are going to go to the playoffs <laughs> or are they going to sit at home and failure is going to stench up the entire Metroplex. We start off week one at the hated New York Giants. Are they rivals right now? Are they rivals anymore? With us, yeah, like I don't get like yeah, where the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is. I will. I, I think it's soft, but yeah, it's a soft I, I, rivalry. I, I would, I would say, like, yeah, I would definitely say. Well, nah, yeah, I would say it would is say the soft, Sunday night. It opens with Sunday night. The, the league knows what it's doing. They always put these guys up on Sunday night football. It's been a while, but it's got. I'm glad they're back to it. Uh, Creighton, I'll go to you first. Do you think the Cowboys win this game? It was the last Sunday night home opening game against home opener? Sat last Sunday night season opener game against the Giants. The catch game. The which catch game? Odell's. No, they've had plenty of since then. Starting the season? Yeah. How many? I think a few. They usually do this almost every year with the Giants. Yeah, it's been a while. I, I have to go back. It can't and look. be more than like two. We'll we'll look back into it later in the show, but. I'm pretty sure that there's been a few after that. Okay. All right. But yeah. definitely can't be more than two or three. Okay, maybe not two or three, but or more than two and three, but at least two or three. Okay. The catch was not. That, that was, was a legitimate question. Was I like, can't remember. That's why that I was, was asking. I that was, was the 2014 season. Like 13, 14, that was Tony Romo. Like Dak has played against the Giants in season openers. Okay, at least so, once, right? Yeah. And so, so, that was just a question I was running out. Do I think so? Ask so me again. do you think the Giants are going to win, or do you think Cowboys win? I think the Cowboys will win this game. Why did you take a dramatic pause? Because, like, I mean, like, 
I could easily see them losing this one. Like I think Why? the Giants. Because I can what respect do the, the Giants. Gi- ha- I'm sorry. I love how people continue to give the Giants any kind of respect. I don't respect them. The only player they have is Saquon Barkley. That's it. They don't have. It's not like Danny Dimes is like Danny the worst Dimes quarterback. Is terrible. In the world. He's not a good quarterback. He's not that good, but he's not the. He can win you like a no, one he game can. here. You know what there. he can do? You know what he can do? He can get out of the way. That's it. Sometimes that's all that matters. Okay, well, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> against the Cowboys, sometimes defense, there's quarterbacks that against should get Micah out of the Parsons way. and this defense. No, give the Cowboys a big resounding victory on the road against when, the okay, New York stop Giants. That. When, when's the when, when's the last time you've watched the Cowboys home opener game that I, wasn't I can, close? Can I can I tell you something? I'm picking. And that's my prediction. <laughs> okay, so why don't you uh, back <laughs> off? Let me pick how I want to pick, and I'm saying the Cowboys will have a 35 to Two win. Yeah, we'll get a safety in there. Let's get a safety? All yeah. right. I'll, I'll go Cowboys, and I won't give a score for every game, but just because you yeah. just did that one, I'll do like Cowboys. Like Usually they're high scoring on the first night. I'll, I'll, I'll go I'll go 32-28. Wow. People. I think it's going to be close. Like It usually ends up like that in the first first week. Nobody knows what they're doing. Okay. But I fine. gave the Cowboys a win. No, no, no. That's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll be cool with you on that. All right, week two, back home, AT&T Stadium. CBS, that means the great Tony Romo is in the booth. I hope I'll be game. there for that game so I can stock Tony Romo. Um, That's the one I'll, I'll ask for then. No, no, no. I'm going to go through this one. This is <laughs> it. I'm going to find Tony Romo and say hi. It's my only goal in life. It's the last thing I do. I'm going to find Tony Romo and say hi. Just tweet at him. Uh, no, he doesn't really go on Twitter that much. Um, uh, the New York Jets, Aaron Rodgers. Come on down. He's coming. Can the curse break? Can we finally break the curse, Creighton? And can Aaron Rodgers finally lose a game at AT AT&T Stadium? Aaron Rodgers, Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson. Odell Beckham? It's... No, he's with the Ravens, bro. Oh yeah, he is with the Ravens. Sorry, he's, he's <laughs> that's uh, if he was with the Jets, that'd be crazy. Um, he was trying to go to the Jets at one. He point. was, yeah. I, I'm doing it again. See, this is this is why I don't like doing this. I'll pick the Cowboys to win. Uh, I'm picking the Cowboys to win, but I'm not like saying I'm not shocked. Uh, the reason why people are going to laugh at me on this one, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to be fully Aaron Rodgers yet. He's coming off his I buy that his meditation. Uh, retreat, darkness retreat. Yeah, his darkness retreat. He's probably on a little bit of a um, shrooms. Uh, Ayahuasca is what he. I yeah, that one. Does, yeah. Uh, so basically, I don't think he'll be. Uh, plus, he's trying to get adjusted with his new team. It takes a bit. Now, ta- tell me later in the year how the Jets are going to be because Aaron Rodgers is going to find his uh, rhythm and he's going to light them up. And the that's going to be a scary team come uh, December and uh, January. But for now, in early uh, parts of the year, give me the Cowboys to start 2-0. Right. I'm excited to see what they got to do. The Jets, right. the Jets could be a fun team. Week 3 at the Arizona Cardinals. Again, we're back on the road. Uh, it's another 325 game. Do the Cowboys make it 3-0 against the Kyler Murray Cardinals? Yeah, because the, I would say yes, because the Cardinals are reeling. Um, Man, they've got a lot of things going on. You know, like, there's... Eh. I, I think and and I think it's unfair. I think a lot of people give Kyler Murray a lot of crap, a lot of crap. But and rightfully know, so. And I know that he. Yeah, I was about to say. I was like, I know that he, sometimes he it, it's warranted and he brings it upon himself. I get that. But like, I think at the at at the core, I still like. I think you it, you you can't say that Kyler Murray is not a good quarterback. Is he one of the best in the league? No, but. 
is he he's talented. He's very talented, and it's not like if he gets going, he can't beat you. Like he's very good. So if I had to pick between these first three games, which one was going to be the least close? It would probably be this one. Okay, I'm going to go with Arizona. I think the really yeah, I think this is a trap game. Coming in after two and zero, like they're going to come in here, and I think Arizona on the road. I I just see the Cowboys. This is when they'll lose. It's one of those random losses that you can't explain. I think it's going to be close, uh, but I think Arizona wins. So you have them winning. I have them. That's our first uh, That's di- right. uh, difference right here. All right, week four. We're going to speed this up a little bit. Okay. We got New England at home. I think we're both going to say this is a, a win. New England doesn't have anything at all. They are in total rebuild mode. Uh, and they don't even know who their quarterback's going to be. I I got to give it to the Cowboys at oh, yeah. home. I'll say I would I would say New England four um, zero. Who that, I mean, like it's not out of the question. You definitely have an opportunity to do it. So you're having but it. But let's 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 not mistake. This is definitely these first four weeks, hands down, the easiest part of this. They schedule. are, and that's why it's surprising. I have three and one. Yeah. You're at four zero, but we'll see what happens. Uh, week five, here's it is. The playoff rematch to determine all playoff rematches. It's at San Francisco. It is a Sunday night game. Uh, it is big time. This is revenge. Do the Cowboys get their revenge, or do the Niners say, uh-uh, not this time, baby. We taking it again. Brock Purdy is going to have to absolutely prove me wrong this year because I, I just do not buy him at all. Mm-hmm. Watching him at Iowa State. And seeing what he did last year just does not correlate whatsoever. Give me the Cowboys in this game. I just don't see a world where Brock Purdy does the magic that he did last year. Um, I think the Cowboys start five and zero, and I don't think you can come at me and say it's not. It it, it obvious like I'm sure it won't happen. Like I, I got a feeling like usually does it ever really no? But you can't come to me and say like it's an emphatic no that they start five and zero. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take the win here. San Francisco. I mean, Cowboys beat San Francisco. I'm going with you as well. I think they're gonna. This is the first game. I think the, the Cowboys are gonna get amped up for. I think that that locker room wants this game. I think Mike McCarthy wants this game. I think the entire team wants this game. So look for a very tough game. I'm gonna look for a. This is gonna be a nightly defensive battle. Where I think a late second, t- a last second touchdown by Dak Prescott seals it for the win. So watch for that game. But then we go to Week Six, and it's a travel back to the California. It's the L.A. Chargers, and it's another revenge game because it's Kellen Moore's revenge. Can he get his revenge against his former team? In spite of Kellen Moore, Jay Herb will will get the win against the Cowboys. It will have nothing to do with Kellen at all. Um, It'll be in spite of Kellen. I it'll all be it'll all be Jay Herb and the Oregon Ducks hold a special place in my heart, and so I will. I'm I love Justin Herbert. He's my guy. Yeah. I think he's going to be he a top. Yeah, he's my guy. He's been very disappointed lately, and I feel bad for Only him because because his coach is a complete and utter dumbass. <laughs> um, but I think the Cowboys win this game. I really? think they're yes. I think the Cowboys are going to go in again. So does Only, that mean we have them both at? Five and one. Five and one going into the, the bye week. Weeks. Okay. Going into the bye go. week, five and one. So we now get into week eight at home against the Los Angeles Rams. A noon game, the first noon game. Um, I'm sorry, win here. Yeah, six French and trash, one. Six, Wait, they're done. Six. They're on. So now it's week nine, and we're back on the road, and it's Fox 325 kickoff at Philly. So this is the first big matchup in terms of the division. 
We haven't seen Philly all year. In fact, if everything is goes right, this should be the first time Dak and Jalen Hurts finally face off against each other in two years. Do you remember what happened the first time they played Philly last year? Uh, the Cowboys lost. By how much? Was it like six points? Was that the which one was the one that got beat down? Oh no, no, this, this was Philly. No, but it was much closer. They didn't get beat down against Philly. That was the thing. They got manhandled. No, they didn't. <laughs> Did they not? No, because remember they got it got close at one point. Okay. <laughs> okay. It got close Garbage at one point. Time. Well, anyway. no, but no, no, it got close. If I'm wrong, what was the game? Anyways, regardless, because we beat them down at the home. second time. Yeah. The first game was not pretty. No, it wasn't in the first half, but the Cowboys in the second half, we held uh, Jalen Hurts almost nothing in the second half. The defense shut them down. The Cowboys came back. It's just that they couldn't hold on to uh, it. They couldn't get the the lead. Listen. I remember that game. I remember. I know you remember the game. Philly was not impressive. What? Did the. All I'm saying, listen, to table the conversation, I will not pick the Cowboys to win this game. Okay. I have, I hold the Eagles to a higher standard right now, and if I'm going to pick one of, the, if I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win one of the Eagles games this year, it's not going to be this first one. Okay, so you're at six and two now. Yes, I'm at six and two as well because I do think they're going to lose against Philly. I like to do that with division games. I split them always, bro. That's what I do. It was twenty six seventeen. Yeah, that's not a butt whooping. Not a butt whooping. Hold on, I'm going to read you. It was twenty to three at the end of the second quarter. Yeah, and then the Cowboys ran unanswered at one point. Seventeen. Congratulations, you got one touchdown in the third quarter. Yeah, and then you, when was that last touchdown in the? Anyway, fourth? bye. Was, anyway, moving on. Week ten, we're <laughs> we're both at uh, six and one or six and two, right? After the yeah, Eagles six against. and two, six and two. All right, uh, at home against the Giants. We both think this is yeah, a win. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with the win here at home. Yeah, se- sure. so 7-2. and two. Uh, Week 11 at Carolina, win. Yeah, win here. Even though you thought Carolina has an no, outside I'm not, chance. I'm just saying they have a chance. Every right. NFL team has a chance. Do they not? All right, okay. 8-2. and two. We both think 8-2. Eight and two. Eight and two. Week 12, Thanksgiving Day. Do the Cowboys get it at home against the Commanders? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, because I, I, that, that, yeah. Okay, so we I'm gonna, both. I'm going to say yes. So um, we both say 9-2 and two going into the Thursday night game against the Seattle Seahawks, but this time it's at home, so we're at home again. We're not traveling. Uh, I think here's where I'm going to go with it. I think the Cowboys are going to lose this game. I did too, actually. This is the one game that I had this scheduled is, that I thought was like. Seattle has always, is you know, I, I think this is going to be a tough game. Tough I think it's going to be a fun game. I think the Cowboys are going to go back and forth in this game, yeah. but give me a loss, so that puts the Cowboys at 9-3. and three. Yeah, I got three losses, too. All right, so now. Uh, we, yeah, the Seattle one, yeah, not confident in that one. Then, one week later, uh, Sunday, December, this becomes the December to remember part of the schedule. Philly at home, Sunday night game, the Cowboys come back. Really? Oh, come back home. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying No, they come back home. Do they come back from a loss? Got you. you. (laughs) It's a 50-50 answer. I know, man. Um, Yeah, I'll go. I'll go with this one as a win. Okay, me too. And I'll go with it. I'll, I'll justify it because I, I know we're starting to get into like, whoa, you're winning a lot of games. But it, usually, when the Cowboys play a team the second time, they're it, it goes pretty well. So. so ten wins right there. Yeah. Then comes at Buffalo. Yeah, I'm going no on this dog. 
I'm going no on this one. I'm going it's in win. Buffalo. I'm going to win. Okay, fine. That's all right. That's all right. So Miami. Eleven. Mm. I'm at ten wins. You're at eleven. So that's three losses for you and four for me. Mm. I'm gonna Miami. Go, I'm gonna go a loss leave. on this one too. Wow. I know. This wow. is that. That is definitely one that could def that could not be a loss. Like I could definitely see that being a win. That is that's a, a win for me. Yeah. I I, I would like, eleven. Like, that is me saying like that might be an aberration. That's so, like, eleven for me. That's uh, ten for you. Yeah. Ten. Ten and five. Yes. All right, I'm 11 and 3. Week 17, Saturday night at home against the Lions. I'm going for a loss here. This I think is this is going to suck. This is one of those <laughs> games where you expect a win and they're going to lose. I think this game this is the game that I well because they because I picked them to lose the first. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I picked them to lose these first the two games before. I think they'll actually win this one. So but I think at, this game is going to suck. So I think it's going to beat up, beat down game, and it's going to not be fun to play. For what, it's my be calculation, ugly. you're eleven and five. I now have eleven wins. Yes, I've been eleven and five losses. Yes, I have uh, eleven wins because I have this loss. Eleven and four losses right now. Yes, and then we get to our final one, Washington. Do they win it? Yeah, so I got and twelve. I get, yeah, and I got twelve, and you got twelve. So we're right on the same, which, by the way. So 12, we both think 12 wins, 12 and 5. Two things about that. One, we did not correlate with each other before this podcast. No. Two, so that's impressive. Two, easily, easily in the realm of the Cowboys to go 12 and 5. That yeah. is no way out of the possibility. There is a, and by the way, we, we I pick, at least in my thing, I pick games that like they would lose, like for instance, uh, against uh, Seattle, which I think they could beat Seattle. There is a good chance that they could, and I picked Arizona as a loss. There, I picked those games as like trap games that I predicted, and they still went twelve and five. So I think there's a good shot. The Cowboys have a have the opportunity. The reason why I'm very confident is this defense. This defense is going to be what carries this team. I'll tell you this: even though I was like heading, like I was like, oh, Mozzie Smith, and I do like I like him, and I I I I, I thought the pick was an interesting one, but I like it's not like I don't like Mozzie Smith, like I do. And I'll say this, like what I told you last week, I was like, it better work out. But to that point, if it does work out, it's going to be really fun to see what this defense can do with the Micah Parsons since it's not having to be everybody at the same time. Yeah. It, it, Micah does not have to be the MVP of every down. Yes. And so, like, if Mozzie Smith works out, that would be, <laughs> especially in the first year, I would I I would be really excited to see how this defense works. Plus, then again, I guess the offense has to do what they do. But to my point, the conclusion of me with this twelve and five record is that this, even though this schedule is difficult, I will say that you can start out really hot, which is really nice. You can get going really quick. And what's the stat? Like teams that are two and zero, something like that. Usually, like I think they have a really great shot yeah. at making the playoffs. If you go zero and two, you're most of the time you're just sunk right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So like that that's a good thing. You could easily win four or five games in a row at the start and then see what you can do from there. But the schedule in itself as a whole has a lot of possibility to allow you to be great. And I don't think that there's a that the way the schedule's set up, I don't think that there is a point where you can say the Cowboys are phonies. I think that they're gonna have to earn every win and I and I think that's a good thing. I love your uh breakdown there. We're gonna have to move on because there's another person who's a phony in this room. Okay. And that's you. That's not true. Uh, Creighton Branch, I don't know why you're in sports radio. <laughs> I don't know why you work here and put so much effort and all this stuff because you kind of suck at it. 
Uh, you suck at predicting games. It's like one you suck series. Pretty much at everything you touch now. Because at least I don't sweat. That's true. <laughs> but, um, yeah. What was up with you? Said Kevin Durant is they're still going to go to the NBA Finals and they're going to win it all. Oh wait a minute, they can't because they got eliminated last night. But not only did they get eliminated, a team with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker and CP3 and DeAndre Ayton got whooped two years in a row in elimination games by over 30 points. To be fair. That is losing to the Nuggets, losing to the Mavericks is one totally different. It doesn't matter. You did it to both, and that's fucking <laughs> pathetic. That is pathetic. No, it's pathetic. It's so pathetic. I'm not sure that's right. It is so pathetic that uh, Devin Booker, of course, did not talk to the media, which continues, okay. which continues my contention that he is the biggest bitch uh, in the NBA. Not more than Dylan Brooks. Okay, maybe Dylan Brooks is more of a bitch, but De- Devin Booker is a bigger bitch. It's just as much. He's a baby. He's a little bit. He's Luca's son because Luca's uh, his daddy. Uh, how do you feel though after you've seen your your idol uh, Kevin Durant get eliminated and again proven that the only team that he's actually won with is the Golden State Warriors? Define winning: winning a championship or championship. winning a lot of games. Well, even uh, well, winning a lot he went of games. To the finals with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Okay, fine. The Oklahoma City Thunder and the Golden State Warriors. Outside of those two and teams, by the way, by the way, that that's what upsets me about the Golden State argument. Is it's not like he was sitting there just saying like Steph, Clay, Draymond, take it over. The dude was on a tear in that fi- he he was unbelievable in those two finals appearances. He he was the reason they won. So I don't know. Like I think that's just so ridiculous when people say like, oh, the only team he could ever win with is Golden State. It's like the dude. It's not like the dude was just sitting back and letting everybody else win it for him. I mean, he straight up balled out. And he shot the he shot the three pointer over LeBron. He did in it's, that game. It's okay that his legacy is going to be tainted forever. Oh, is it? It, it is really it? is. It kind of is. Uh, ask the record books if they care what team he played for by the end. Is he going to ever be on the the level of Michael Jordan? So, so okay. Or uh, so, LeBron James or Kobe? It's totally okay for LeBron James to join a Dwayne Wade and a Chris Bosh, who at the time were the hottest players in the league. But who who? But, don't. but by God. By God, Kevin Durant joined Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, the team that there was a difference. Beat him though. There before. was actually me, there was a difference. LeBron teamed up with Dwayne Wade. On <coughs> Dwayne Wade was the only one that was homegrown on that team. He brought in two other free agents and they built their own dynasty. And LeBron made it his team. LeBron, okay, I'm gonna let you finish. Actually, the Golden State Warriors were a homegrown team that already won a championship beforehand. They were already established. They established a championship dynasty before Durant got there. Then Durant kind of just added on to it, and that's it. That's what, and he kind of just sat there and just says, "Cool, I have a lot." He didn't of- just sit there though. Stop saying that. You guys gotta quit with that garbage. That's not what he did. I'm not saying he just sat, sat okay. there. I'm not but saying dude- he sat there, but oh, he had man. help. Had help. Look, now okay. I'll give, no, I'll give no, you no, this. I, no, no, I'll give you this. I'm gonna help you out. I'm helping you right here. It didn't matter because when Durant got hurt against the Raptors with his knee, the Warriors did lose. What would have happened if Kevin Durant but saying that? Series? Also, what would have happened? What what would have? But also, Steph was hurt during that series. Ask, they, the no, no. the Warriors were down that series. 
they were really badly injured. Like not only Durant, but wasn't Draymond also hurt that series? Wasn't uh, Steph hurt that series? Like they had a lot of injuries other than Durant. But I'll give you that Durant was hurt, and that's one big reason why Kawhi has a championship. When Durant came back in that series before he tore, mm-hmm. he cooked, cooked those dinosaurs. He cooked the Raptors. Okay, so don't sit up here and say, "Man, I didn't know he, he sat around." And let me tell you, can I read? Can I? Can I didn't know Durant was your like your uh, like your lover. I've been I have I have been undeniably emphatic about how my are you in a Durant my love right for now? Kevin Durant is what are you in a Durant number right now? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, Texas uh, you Durant can't see this, but right now he's wearing a Texas thirty-five. I am shirt because he's depressed that Kevin Durant got bounced can read, again. Can I read you his points in the 2016, okay, 2017, 18 the two finals he played in yeah. with the Warriors? You tell me if he sat around in here, okay? Okay. Let me know after I finish if you sat got and let it. everybody ahead. else win. Go ahead. Okay. He had thirty-eight minutes in the first game. He dropped thirty-eight points. Forty-one minutes in the second game. Dropped thirty-three. 41 minutes in the third game, dropped 31. 39 minutes in the fourth game, dropped 35. 40 minutes in the fifth game, dropped 39. Then we move on to the next year. 46 minutes, dropped 26. Played 38 minutes, dropped 26. Played 43 minutes, dropped 43. And played 38 minutes and dropped 20 points. The dude is almost averaging more points in these finals than he's playing freaking minutes, EA. That's cool. Um, what That's happened? It, you know, you know it, and you just can't. So, can I ask you a question? Not what to ha- mention, he goes nine, thirteen, nine, four, six. So, what nine, happened nine, in 13, this series? Twelve and rebounds. What? Let's have what happened in this series because you're going to. Yeah, granted, I I understand you're going against a very good team, the Denver Nuggets, one of the most talented teams. There's a reason why they're the number one seed is because not only, of course, Jokic who leads that team, but they got Jamal Murray who has turned into bubble Murray. Who's playing out loud of his mind? Plus, they have a deep roster. Thank you. Uh, they have a very that. deep roster. But it is the Phoenix Suns, who everyone thought would Durant on their team with Devin Booker. By the way, as much as I'm, you know, clowning on Devin Booker, he led the play the the playoffs in points per game. He is the the leading scorer in the playoffs right now. Uh, so you tell me what happened was was Chris Paul's old ass <laughs> and and DeAndre Aiden that essential for them? They should have been able to win with Kevin Durant. I think and it's a Devin lot Booker. to ask. A, I think it's a lot to ask a team. Kevin Durant and Devin Booker to win a game when they have DeAndre Aiden, who I've said on this show and I do believe is a good player, but we both said last week, is he the number one overall pick? No. No, but he is a good player, and when he gets going, he can be very good, but he's not a number one pick like some of these guys were. And then Chris Paul. If he plays or if he doesn't play, whoever whoever knows, right? He's so he's just at that point. I think it's a lot. It's really hard to ask those guys who don't have a very deep bench and have fl- have like semi flaky other starting players. To, I to consistently beat a Denver Nuggets team that runs one to ten deep on the on no, the and roster. I get that. But you and countless others told me that this team was going to the finals. They went to Game Six. No, no, no. You told me with I a know, playoff but they, it's star. It's not like no, no. they got swept off the floor. I'm not saying it, but okay. There's You're two, acting like oh, they right. showed up, and no, now no, no, I no. grant. There's now give things. it to you. Game six, they 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 got beat down. They looked awful last but there's night. No, but, but there's don't more sit to up it. here and act there's like more they, they, got, they got manhandled there's the whole more, series. Right. They won no, no, two no, no, games. Two games. Out of seven, that's a big deal. There's only one other game you could play after six. 
Anyway, my point being is this: Whatever. the cow, uh, the, the sorry, the, the Phoenix Suns are now in a point Dude. where mentally they're broken. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Listen, that's two Ask years. Ask Kevin Durant of- if he's mentally broken. He is. That's so bull. You, you know good and I well that. You know I want to so, do Skip Bayless's. No, no, listen. He's everybody's going to dog. I, I understand this. I'm not dogging Everybody Durant. is going to dog me for screaming on this podcast every week, but I'm just very passionate about certain things. And no, no. And that's okay. I, it's not a gimmick. I swear to God. It is not a gimmick. I, I, I'm i not meaning to yell because I'm just trying to be that guy. You're just upsetting me. That's all. No, 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 no. <laughs> I get that. Listen, I get that. I'm not trying to. Uh, I, I agree with you. I think Kevin Durant's still one of the greatest players on the planet. Okay. Oh. Uh. Yeah. But the point being is Phoenix overall, I think, is mentally broken, especially with Devin Booker. There's a reason why he did not go speak in the media. He usually does that. Tim McMahon was uh, tweeting that he was shocked that he didn't come after doing his postgame. That's two years in a row that they're in an elimination game in the second round, and they get destroyed. And let's not count that they went in the finals and got worked. Remember that finals? They, 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 everyone thought that year the Phoenix was going to win, and yet Giannis Antetokounmpo. Kevin, Kevin Durant was not on the team. I know, but I'm just giving you an example. Like I'm saying that this Phoenix Bro, Suns he team. Ever, he, dude, he scored 23, 26, 36, 39, and 24. So what it's happened, not like though? Kevin what, what was happened? Just awful. Break it down. What happened? Because this team clearly. Oh, it's obvious. They just did, they don't have near as much rotation depth as the other team did. Oh, well, that's obvious. But like that everyone, hurts. Then, that's the thing, though. Everyone said that this Suns team, when when they made that trade, it was everyone kept there was a big thing like, hey, well, it's just Durant and Booker and CP3 and, and I do and believe and, this. But okay. everyone said that because Durant's on that team, they're going to the finals, and nobody's going to stop them. And it's not like it was out of the question. Come on, man. It's not it like is it's out, out of the question. question. You can't tell me if you don't have – I don't care how many superstars you have. If you don't have proper de- depth on your team, and if you don't have uh, anybody on your outside, you're starting five. DeAndre Aiden didn't give you shit in this series. Chris Paul didn't give you shit in this series. So if you don't have those guys, you can't rely – Chris Paul, even if he was playing, didn't do shit. <laughs> you don't know that. Look. They lost the game, the first game by ten points. That's not too much, okay? They won the lot, and then they won. You know, well, they lost the first two. Sorry, then they won the next two. They were tied at one. Can point. you explain to me why? No, so you, you well, stop defending them. You got to at least criticize them for getting blown out on elimination. No, games. I'll give you that. It sucked that's a, last and night. That's a Absolutely mental. Is that, don't you think night. that's a mental thing? But you can't. That they can't overcome this idea that they're on the brink of elimination. And they can't save themselves. And I wish that. Well, I think it's really hard. I think you're just I think you're totally forgetting the fact that Denver is who Denver is and that they're they're no, so they're so they can line up any they can line up Joker, they can line up Jamal, they can line up, you know, they they, they got I'm just thinking of something that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Like nine players mm-hmm. off the top of my head. That and, was two I, and I think Denver is going to give whoever comes out of that uh, Lakers Warriors matchup a run for their money because I mean Denver's that damn good, and I think Denver could win it all. That's how good Denver ask is. Ask me this. Actually, I'll ask you this. If they won, so they won the first series. Obviously, mm-hmm. nobody said anything about that. By the way, like that wasn't a good enough accomplishment. Let's say they beat Denver. You're here to tell me that there's not a there is not a chance that, that you don't think they could beat either Golden State or Los Angeles? Oh, they definitely could. Phoenix? Yes. No. What? If Phoenix had oh won this series, God. if Phoenix had won this series, I would have put LA over them. In how many games? In six. You're on crack. 
Lakers Absolutely and six. Lakers smoking. and six. Lakers and six <laughs> no over the Suns. I right, but right now I have the I got the Lakers winning because I have the Lakers winning tonight. Uh, I have them beating the Warriors as of this podcast taping. Uh, I have the Lakers beating the Warriors, and I have the Lakers beating. The, I have the Lakers going to the finals. That's my pick. I'm still going. With, I still think if the Phoenix that Suns Anthony would have Davis, got to the finals, they could have won. No, they wouldn't because here's the thing: the Phoenix Suns did not have anybody that could stop Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis stops Anthony Davis. That's the only person, and I th- guarantee you in that series, he would have been easy money go- going straight to the basket because DeAndre Aiden blew. Whoop! Oops! Go <laughs> ahead. So that's what would have happened. Uh, I-, I think LeBron and Kev, you know, LeBron and K- LeBron could, you know, shut down KD. I think uh, a Devin Booker gets shut down by D'Angelo Russell. You I, think LeBron shuts down Kevin Durant? Yeah, LeBron's still really pretty good. Do I, I need to? T- do, okay, do I okay. need to go back Maybe, to sorry, the stat sheet time, 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 time. of the last two times say, him and his, his, the last two times I, that Kevin Durant got it, I got and LeBron it. James matched I'm up taking it in back. the playoffs? Do I need I'm taking, to go I'm back sorry. to the stat I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I made I'm sorry. I made fun of your lover right there. I'm sorry, but okay. But I'm not saying that he will stop him completely. But you know, LeBron can slow him down. You think D'Angelo Russell is just gonna like completely shut down Devin Booker? Devin Booker's a little bitch. Anybody can slow him down. <laughs> ask Devin. Ask. I mean, how many I'll times did you this. watch Devin Booker make this. incredible shots during the series? Yeah, he he's been he's been incredible this entire. <laughs> yeah, but did you mention their first series? You were trying to defend the, the the Suns in their first series against the Clippers. What the Clippers? What? They have their team didn't play. Ask the ask, ask the Mavericks if winning a series in the playoffs isn't e- is easy against it's against sure not against re- backups. Did Kawhi Leonard play half their games? Did Chris Paul play for the Phoenix Suns? We could do what ifs all day. Chris Paul, even if he played, was a shell of <laughs> himself. It's like, do you no, know? You, know you look at what has Chris Paul contributed? What? Nothing. It wouldn't have been nice to have him on the court. No. At all. He's at like all. a ghost. He's at like all. a ghost. Huh? He's a ghost. He's not that bad of a player. Uh, all right. So that we we both disagree. I'm telling you right now, Denver's that good. But I think Denver I think is it was good. ridiculous. I think, the, I think it's ridiculous that you thought Phoenix had a complete shot at winning this. Oh, dude. Ask me tomorrow and the next day. Well, it's over. I think, I think they could have won in seven games. Yeah, okay. And I still think they could have won in seven games. Now, let's move on to the other series. The better right team now. won at the moment that they did. But like I just think that's asinine for you to think that it's that the that the that the, the, the Nuggets I were think just going to run no, away I with think, it. No, I think it, the, the they who? didn't run away with it. By who? the way, they had to go to six games to face a team that you think is absolute dog crap. Who you think you sound okay? Is Phoenix good or bad? I think Phoenix is bad. Okay, then they took them to six games. You make it sound like six games is like an accomplishment. Like it's just two wins. It's, there's only seven games in a series you could play. I don't know. You're making this. It just listen. I think Denver is the better team. I think Denver overall is the better team. I think. Listen, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. If no. the Dallas Stars took the Kraken to six games and lost, you guys would all be sitting I up know, here I saying, know. "Well, they went to six games." I think I'm, I'm the reason why I'm really dogging on your Phoenix Suns because apparently they're your team now. Kevin um, Rant's my team. No, um, I just think it's pathetic the way they went about lost. I'm sad about that. I will say, I I I, I think losing by thirty both <laughs> times, both years in a row in the same situation. The only difference is this year was the number one seed. It was in six games. Last year they were the number one seed. It was in seven games. It was a little more pathetic last year, right. but it, it just seems like two years in a row. This franchise to me is a joke. 
that since their finals appearance, they haven't been able to close it out. They got just, uh, against the Bucks, they lost. Then they go against last year against the Mavericks. That was supposed to be their year last year. They were the number one seed. Everything was going right. And the Mavericks tore them up, tore them apart in game seven. And then this year, again, they go get Kevin Durant. Their owner's like making big moves. Everyone's like, oh yeah, oh yeah. They were like the Kool-Aid guy coming in there and nothing happened. So I think they're a joke of a franchise. I think mentally they're broken. And I also think that their salary cap situation gets worse because I just looked at the numbers. Hell, Kevin Durant is costing them a fortune for the next three years, and he's only getting older. Oh, my God. Well, he is. He's getting older. You're not about to sit up here and say that Kevin Durant is not worth the money that they're paying. I didn't say he's not worth the money. I'm saying he's costing them a lot of money where they can't make other moves. I heard, thing. I heard Devin it. Brooker is going to cost is already costing them a lot of money. They're a lot of money towards Kevin Durant. How much more Ask money the can Phoenix they get? If he's not worth every penny. I'm I'm sure he is. He, no, he 100% is. We did this, we did this Kevin Durant's can not going to be the question? same when he would comes you, with the Achilles. He's not going to be the same. Would you, not only did he come back, would, the dude is having an MVP year and you guys are sitting up wait, here this like, year? No, the past few years, okay? Before, oh, he was doing great at Brooklyn, by the way, before he even came to Phoenix. Okay, and everyone's you, you got proven wrong. I, you got proven I, wrong there. Okay, proven wrong when he when when the Achilles thing happened, and now you're sitting up here saying that he's going to suck because he's going to get older. Who are you to say that? <laughs> Science. <laughs> Science tells me that. Fine. You know what? When he's averaging forty points, when he's fifty years, you know old, what's funny? I don't want to hear. Do you it. remember when he got drafted? It was two thousand seven. Okay, you know that was what year I graduated high school. Okay, and he is still dropping thirty five. Yeah, a he's a great player. Eventually, he's gonna run out. He, Dirk Dirk got old at one time too. He averaged you know? thirty points a game. Dirk got old too. You know, I'm sure he did. Yeah, he averaged thirty points a game. Good for him on an Achilles I just tear. Wanted, I, on an so Achilles let me ask you a question: tear. If the Phoenix Suns kind of make a choice right now, would you get rid of Devin Booker right now? Would Why? you get? Would you get rid of them? You have to get rid of one of them. If I had to get rid of one, you have of to them? trade one of them because you don't have. You don't have, like you said. You don't have death. You're going to get rid of Aiton already. Yeah, Aiton's no, gone. I'll get rid of Devin Booker if we're talking about winning right now. Yeah, sure, I'll get rid of Devin okay. Booker. Just yeah, make 100%. sure. Yeah, yeah. Can we all agree that Devin Booker is a stupid guy? I wish he would have talked to the media. I wish he would have too, so he can explain why he's Luca's son. But I think he's the second coming of Kobe. I mean, don't you think he's not the second coming of Kobe Bryant? <laughs> I will say, well, maybe, okay, that's a little My fun. God, <laughs> no, this maybe, is my problem no, because no, I'm sick and sorry, tired. I'm what, sorry. is he Michael Jordan? Uh, uh, you want no, me to do another no, rant? No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. Let's not say second coming. Are but, you kidding me? Let, me? let me say this, let me say this. Is there anybody that's been like, like he, he has a lot in his game that's like Kobe Bryant, does he not? Okay, yeah, a lot yeah. of people do. Yeah, but, but Devin Booker really listen, got it, man. Listen, listen, Devin Booker is a very talented. I don't want to go off and make you sound like I hate Devin Booker and I think he's trash. I think he's a very talented player. I think it's a lot of hot air, though, because it doesn't accomplish oh, man, anything. He scores a lot. Yeah, but it doesn't seem to amount to anything. Well, no, but. I don't, maybe he's in again, the wrong system. That, maybe for, he's for, in the wrong I, system. We, we got we, we to keep going, but then again. There's a lot of the there's a lot of teams that he's been on with the, like the Phoenix Suns teams that have been absolutely awful. Yeah. This is they're just now figuring their way back to relevancy. And I will say this: good for us Mavs fans, we can sit on our high horse and tell tell what franchise is a joke and what's not. Just saying. So right, we still have Luka Doncic. The Mavericks have Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic, who got who got picked care. as a as a first, first team. All NBA team, and literally nobody else in the franchise did so. 
Well, yeah, usually that happens. Oh, come on, man. They didn't even get us. Nobody, nobody even got us. Nobody even got I, a defensive I, vote at any level. Okay, I do. Re- you realize it's very rare to get like all NBA for two, two players to be on the same team to get all NBA, right? It's pretty rare. Second team, there's a third team. That's still rare too. <laughs> Give me a it's break, rare. man. Anyway, you, you um, it's not who do you out got of the closing up the NBA playoffs? Who do you got right tonight? Um, I'm well, gonna say Golden State wins. this You game think tonight. Golden State? Tonight? I will say this about about like Golden State. Like I think the champions deserve to have the benefit of the doubt until they're gone. No, I don't believe that. Okay, fine. That's, that's a, okay. I mean, that's uh, I, I, I don't I, believe. I, I'm, I'm in on it. I get it. But no, the reason why I don't believe that because every year is different. Again, I don't believe in last year is determined the next year. I just don't. That, that makes no sense to me because you change teams every year. The injuries happen every year is different. So you can't tell me, oh, well, they're the championships. So we're going to give them the benefit of the doubt. No, but you saw this with Sacramento. They know how to like when it comes to no, game I six and seven. They they're, got no, it. They know what, what to the do. The better way to I think a better way to explain that would be. Okay, they have championship mentality in the past in their blood because Steph Curry's been there and Steph Curry, Draymond, Clay Thompson, they've been there before. So I'm not going to count them out because they've been here before. But because they're the defending champions, no, that makes no sense to me. <laughs> Anybody, and the Mavericks were the defending champions uh, in 2012 and they got swept by the Oklahoma City Thunder. So don't tell me that, oh, this is because the team was the defending champion. That makes sense that they're, oh, don't count them out yet. No, don't bring that up. But I have LA winning tonight. Okay, and as of, I don't think it's out of the question. By the, so that. we'll find out when you drop this podcast in the morning. We were gonna we were we sound stupid right now because we can't predict the future. But all I'm saying is I think LA wins it, and I think you have an LA Denver series. Also, I, right now on the screen, I think the Knicks are gonna win. I picked the Knicks to win the series. I think the Knicks are gonna win because uh, and I, I hope they do because I want Jalen Brunson to get all the praise and glory, and I want Mark Cuban to look and see what he did, and maybe maybe they'll force him to reconsider what he uh, does with this franchise. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Uh, and then um, uh, what's the other series in the uh, East? There you go. Come on, Boston there and. You go. Um, Sixers, Joel and B. Yeah. There you go. That that game seven to the the funny. First of all, did you see what Mark Jones did? So they're showing the end of it. Celtics forced game seven, and he was like making it sound like the Celtics won the entire thing because we're going home. It's over, baby. <laughs> and I'm like, he doesn't know there's a game seven. I do still think that this, the Celtics will win that game. Do you think so? Yeah, I think I think I think they'll pull it out. I don't know. I, I we'll see. James Harden needs to show up. I mean, he has to. That that those guys on that Philly team have yet to show me that they can win a game. Only seven. one that can do that is Joel James Embiid. Har- J- James Harden. Joel Embiid. Can, in the last hold on, Joel Embiid. A- Joel Embiid. We can say he's off the list. He's done enough. It's yeah, his he's teammate. the MVP of the league. Yeah, yeah but it's yeah. his teammates. His teammates are just never showing up. Yeah, no, that's that's true. But Jason T- it's Tatum's time to shine, and Celtics are the most complete team in the East. They, I think they're going to I honestly think they're going to be in the the Eastern Conference champion, but we'll no, see. No, I think I think I think there's a, yeah, I think there's a good shot that they win that game and I think the Knicks win tonight and I think Golden State takes it and we go to a game 7 in California. Well, more importantly, fuck sports. I know we're a sports show, but I said fuck sports because oh, the Fox big sports or? no fuck sports, oh, okay. fuck sports. Oh, I got you. And I know we're a sports show, but more importantly, it's movie season. That's right. Okay, it's I bet time. Kevin to get, Durant goes in the movies. I bet he does. And here's the thing: I will say this: we're about to do summer movie preview, but I will say this one thing: me and Creighton are defenders of the theaters. Oh, yeah. We are not on board oh, yeah. with the streaming at home, 
when you can or oh, I'll wait till it comes home. No, that's bullshit. Okay, you need to go watch these movies in the theaters. The theaters is where I was born. I love the aroma of going to the theaters and smelling the popcorn and the hot dogs and the pizza and the nachos and the fountain drinks. I love the – that's why when I first hosted on the station, I had that – our movie segment have, and I might play that in the background right here. Who knows? But I I'm, I love the let's go to the lobby, you know? Let's all go to the lobby. Sure, I love that aspect. So old you can remember when that was actually on the screen, right? Oh, yeah. I remember. Oh, was it really? No, I, I don't remember it like specifically, but I used <laughs> to watch TV shows that had they, it. Uh, yeah, no, it's that was like the fifties. Yeah, I, I love yeah. the seats. I love the whole. The, go not a watch. fan of the recliner seats. No, well then you're. I'll weird. tell you why. No, no, no. I, I don't mind the comfort. It's not why I don't like them. I don't like them because they've cut out so many seats in the theaters. That's the only reason. Yeah, and that's that's yeah. that's a pain in They're the. They're comfortable, ass. but no, I wish there was more seats in the theater. I love though. I go watch the. Have you ever seen Dane Cook? I don't know if everybody likes Dane Cook or oh, not. Yeah. But his whole thing about going to the movie theaters the is how. Bulb. Yeah. And then you're you're looking. And he goes, "Why can't there be?" He can't one see. He goes, hole. and then he goes, "Why can't there be a one scene to a flashback to an ocean, a beach, so I can see?" You have to. He goes, "You have to evolve to another animal." I he love goes, that whole. Why can't you put a one water in there? Yeah, uh, and then or the the best thing is like uh, the girlfriend saying, "Go, what did you want?" He's she going goes through the crowd. Uh, yeah, he goes, "Excuse me," uh, uh, and then he goes, uh, "What do you want?" She goes, um, uh, "I want this, this, and this." And then finally, he goes, "Is that too much?" She goes, "No, I'd hope you'd be obese when uh, I get back." But no, she goes, "I'm not hungry." Yeah, and she goes, mm, "I want something." And so, uh, no, I love the movie theater experience. It's the best thing about life. I go to the movie theaters by myself. I love to go with people. I love watching it with people. And that's where you should watch this year's summer movies, in the theaters. Do you agree? Yeah, there's something. there's just something you can't take away when it comes to the collective enjoyments of a, like a, a group of people watching something for the first time. That you can't get at home. And it's nice to see. I don't want anybody it's like money to go away, but it's nice to see that the streaming strategy is slowly felling before our eyes. It is definitely taking a turn for the worse. They're still doing it, but it it's not what like the Netflix streaming thing mm-hmm. is definitely like it is now going on the uh descending felling route. It like, is. It, and that's like I, I hate to say that I like I like it, but movies belong in the theater and it's just that's they're not made to be viewed for the first time on a screen and i think that that is also what i don't like about it is like i think that that is where a lot of these crappy reviews come in of people hating stuff is cuz they're not watching it the way it was made to be intended to watch it so no i am 100% a watchful guardian of the theater all right dark knight and i will say this are you to the point yet where you like to go to movies by yourself more than with people? Not really, because I like it both ways. I'm I starting do, to get to that point. No, but I like okay. I like going by myself. I, really I love. I love. I you know. Here's the thing. I've been going to the movies by myself since I was like five or six. I've never had friends. Uh, I, I know. Me. I did not shocking. Need to open that world up. Shocking. I'm I know. So sorry. I never had friends growing up. So look at you now. I got bullied a lot. You know the story. Um. 
but pivot. Let's go to therapy no, no. sessions. Uh, I know we need to just, just let's put EA on the couch. <laughs> uh, no, but I used to go to the movie theaters always by myself. In fact, one movie I went to see consistently. I went every day for like a month almost. Was Rat Race? You remember that movie, oh Rat Race? Oh my god! I was not born when it came out of theaters, but I've watched it ten yeah. plus times after the fact. I I, I came out when it came to theaters, and I was in like sixth grade or fifth grade, oh, and man. I love that movie for some. I mean, it's a very stupid <laughs> film. <laughs> It's a stupid film, <laughs> they're the, but they're in the Nazi, the yeah, Nazi the Nazi museum. <laughs> they tell us a Barbie museum, uh, or the Mr. Bean going, "It's a race, it's a race." Great, it's a stupid film, but it's greatness. But I used to watch that. I would get my nachos and go watch it every day by myself. Though I do like going with people in my group that are my yeah. friends and my family members because I, I I live off their interactions. I feed off their uh-huh. energy. Once I see it by myself, then I want to take other people and I want to see their reactions to it. See, I, just, I live off that. I've just gotten to the point now where like, I do, I don't like, I mean, like, it's not like I'm ever going to say no to somebody wanting to go. Like, I always go with somebody, but I don't ever, like, definitely not anymore. Like, I never anymore go, like, I'm going to wait to go see that with some, you know, what, like, I need to wait. Would to, you no. go with me to a what? movie? Would you go with me to I a movie? I will go to you with the movie, but I will say this is what has to happen. <laughs> I didn't know those sounds ground like, rules. Yes. Ground sounds, rules. sounds so... This The movie segments on this podcast make me sound like an absolute... Asshole. Yes. Yeah. You're when like we that. Get, when, we, when we step foot in that theater, yeah. we are on a mission. Do not... do not. Every time the trailer ends, I don't need to hear you say, oh, that looks good. What? I'm see that. No, That's the best that. part. Nope. That's are, directly from the Dane Cook special. No, 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 no. Yeah, I know. No, I love we, that. We are When we step in, when we walk past that door... We are on a mission from the time. Do you go? Do you go to AMC's or Cinemarks usually? Uh, or does it really? Which one do you usually like? Which one do you uh, mostly? I go which to, one's close to your house? I guess. I, I, what, who owns Rave Theaters now? Oh Cinemark? man, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so I guess Cinemark, Cinemark owns them. Yeah, so Cinemark. Yeah. I guess. Okay, so Cinemark. So, anyways, I go AMC's close to my house, so I just yeah. go there. From the minute, if you okay, there's a Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Okay, you've yeah, seen that. Okay, yeah. the minute the Nicole Kidman thing starts to when the credits end, we're on a mission, and do not talk to me. We are there to observe, and that's okay, it. Okay, see, then I, I would never go to a movie with you. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I like, I like to like no, I, in the movie. I'm with you during the movie. I can't stand during that. the movie. I I'm with you during the movie, <laughs> but there is the whole the whole thing I love about a trailer is because the trailer you like Dane Cook says in that special we're our own critic critic right? right where everyone's a critic now and I, I love sitting it. there and I like looking next to my person I'm like. Good. No, or I can't. Bad. Do it. No, I can't. And do it. I, or I give a look. Or even I give a look. I'm like this movie. Like, like that's fun to me. I love like critiquing it with everybody else. And I love having like or small little jokes during the movie. Like I went to go watch uh, Pathan recently, that Bollywood film right. with uh, my uh, cousin's wife and my uh, uh, his sister. Okay. And so we all went, well, us three went, and we had small little jokes because in the movie there was like a thing where I was like. Oh, I w- they mentioned Afghanistan, so I go Afghanistan's in the game because that you know that's our oh, country, and I shout it out. Those small little things when it, it's appropriate, yeah. but mm-hmm. those are fun things with me and my family or something. But those small comments, but again, I'm with you during the movie, but maybe during the trailer. Come on, mm-mm, the trailer, I can't do, I can't, cannot stand it when people go in the trailer. They go. No, I'm not seeing that. Well, that looks crappy. That's but good. like that's why it's and you're never gonna catch me like ever. Like also, if I did do that, you're never gonna catch me saying, "Well, that looks crappy." I see everything. No, like, no, I, no. I watch everything. But you know what's funny? Like now I know why you can't go with you because you're no fun now. 
Like you're it's not just it's I, I told you I'm telling you it's hard because I'm on a mission, man. I'm there. to. But you for, do realize that if you're trying to get people to come and be. A, a, oh, my God, that storm looks bad. Um, okay. uh, no, but if you're on a mission to change people's minds about going to the theater, you can't act like a like a, a absolutist or perfectionist. No, you can come. You can come. But like you totally can... welcome. The whole theater can come. Sell it out. But don't don't say anything. So wait, are you against enjoy the, the movie for what it is? I don't need. Are you against three- the Avengers type level when everyone's cheering? Don't ask me that question because you just, don't want to know. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Do you hate it? It's my number one pet peeve in the world. Mm. I have had so many debates with friends about the clapping. I was literally having a debate the other day with a friend when I went to go see Guardians of the Galaxy, and I said, "Do you think they're going to clap in this movie?" I said, "Literally." I, I can't. It's my big like, and I, I, and I, I grant it. I bring it on because I go see all those movies yeah. at midnight releases when all the fans come. Like that's the thing, and I just I can't I can't I can't do it. Okay, well, you heard it here first. Creating is a uh, busy uh, is a hater of people and doesn't like enjoyment. He wants to be left alone in the movie theater. I'm trying to find the text. He is just a hater of all things enjoyable. You're just a I said I said What'd you say? I go somebody the person I was texting, I said I'm going to my guardian screening and he was like I already saw it and I said, "Wow, you beat me." And the next question that I said was, "Did they clap?" And he goes, "No." And I was like, "Thank God." Well, I will say this. People have stopped clapping at movies. Like, it's not as prevalent. Like, when the Avengers first came out, like, the, the, the especially Infinity War, that was, like, the apex of it. No no way home. But it's starting to die down, so don't worry. I don't think people like to clap anymore anymore. Here's my but. other text, one of my other texts. This is not a place for clapping. That was in March. Here's another one. Same day. I'm about to walk into Scream 6. If these mofos clap, then I'm going to literally scream. <laughs> wow. So you're not going to like going to India watching films because in Bollywood films, they get up and dance. Really? Yeah. They, there's a whole celebration with them. And like, for instance, if you go watch, there's one movie uh, where it's like their version of the Avengers, but cops and all okay. th- those three movies they have that's cops. There's three cop movies and all the cops combined in one film. And when the other two cops joined them, everyone was like, oh. Wow, yeah, Same thing in Pathan. Uh, Pathan, when Shah Rukh Khan was in, it's his film, but Salman Khan, who's the other big Khan in the Bollywood industry, he showed up and the theater erupted in applause and hooting and hollering. So you will not like Bollywood films, I guess. No, I mean, I, I like watching Bollywood films, like not in the theater. That's for yeah, sure. well. And here's one, here's one from three years ago, just so you know that I'm not, this cr- is before the pandemic. This okay. is this what you know I'm not about, just like this year. This was January of 2020. I don't know what I was watching, but I said, oh, my God, they're clapping right now. Wow. <laughs> so there you go. You're just, just bad. You're a bad per- You're You're just no fun. All right. Summer movie time. Okay, summer movie time. It's time to figure out whether or not uh, we will both see this film, w- whether we like it or not, uh, whether we think you should see it. So we're going to go through the summer mov- movie preview. Uh, we already talked about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, I will say this. I was a little disappointed with the, the box office numbers. Sucked. Uh, Let's, well, no, what it, it is, is it sucked. No, it didn't actually. Not sucked. It's it was not good. Just, it, what do you mean? It wasn't good. You're making it, it did pretty damn well. It just wasn't up to full expectations. It was pretty below. It wasn't. It actually did below. great. Did great. But for what? 
you put Guardians of the Galaxy three out three or four years ago. Sheesh, man. Well, I, I will say no this: telling. you got to realize and it just shows you what's changed in the industry. No, that's what I'm trying to say is that because of the pandemic, yeah, it, it you're, you've lost. I'll say this: because of the pandemic and streaming combined, you lost one third of the normal right. audience. Yeah, and I, I always try. So you're going to have to. It's m- not the Guardians. Readj- fault yeah, you readjust your expectations. Right. Uh, uh, in terms, but I think later in the summer you'll start to see these numbers go back up mm. because No Way Home killed it. Did, it, it depends on the movie still. All right, so the next big film that is supposed to make everybody go crazy is Fast Ten, part one of now you not a two parter, a three parter because Vin Diesel on cannot the quit. Carpet earlier he, this morning, he cannot quit the, in these Italy. films. Uh, are you excited for Fast X? Fast and Furious is my favorite franchise of all time, so I am unbelievably. You already got your tickets, I'm sure. Yes, that's pathetic. Um, yeah, I don't know why people go get their tickets early because you can always get your tickets. No, you can, but they're like this movie. I just like to show my fandom. So okay, like, well, I'm glad but, you did. Yeah, that. Fast and Furious is my favorite movie franchise of all time. I will be there front and center. This movie is when it a... comes out on May, technically 18th. 18th, 19th, yeah. yeah. Um, this movie, of course, the continuation of the Fast and Furious franchise, uh, in which Vin Diesel surprisingly has another person who hates him because of what he did to his family in another <laughs> film. Uh, apparently, these movies do not have a good uh, change in plot. They like to reuse the same plot element, but that doesn't matter. The bad guy in this film is none other than Jason Momoa, who plays Aquaman. So Aquaman versus uh, Vin Diesel. Dominic Toretto. Yeah, Dominic Toretto. Who's going to win? Dominic always comes out on top. I guess so. Dominic is unbelievable. I do find it funny that everybody who is a bad guy in this film, in these films, ultimately become a good guy. That's because, the knock on this franchise. Um, because already John Cena is now a good guy, as you can tell. And for some reason, Charlize Theron, who hasn't really done much in the films, like she was supposed to be this like badass cipher man cipher yeah and then now she's nothing and now she's a friend apparently. yeah that's the biggest criticism of the fast movies is ever, like at the end of every movie you just automatically know they're probably going to become part of the family like yeah. yeah and then of course they also had to bring people back from the dead as they brought back they were never dead Han Han is back he was not ever dead if you technically okay well if like you got pulled the by the stupid movie thing oh, I'll say this one thing this is where the movie lost me. There's no way he could have had that kid with that British Brazilian girl, uh, Donovan. Why not? Because look at the timeline of how it worked out. You're telling because if you watch the so movie, five is when it happened. Five, five. No, 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 not five. Yes, no, six. no, 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 no. Five, six. six. It was it's the start of six. Really, no, the end of five. No, start of six because Michelle Rodriguez didn't come back till six. Yeah, but it's the first scene of six. Where yeah. Well, anyway. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. They supposedly the last time that Dominic and Elena would have had had sex was in the beginning of six, right? right. And then he, they found out that oh, Michelle Rodriguez is still alive. At the end of six, she realizes that she still loves Michelle Rodriguez's character, Letty, right? Right. And she gives him up. So at that point, they move on. We get to Furious Seven, and in Furious Seven, uh, she is not visibly pregnant at all. She is there helping the the rock do the rock things and doing her normal things. She's not invisibly pregnant. By eight, she already had a baby secretly and been hiding somewhere and all that. The timeline did not make sense. There's no way. No, it's that is a plot hole and a half. Okay, there. That I was saying. Where did the? When did he fuck her again? When the fuck did he find her and they had sex? There's no way. It's not a. 
<laughs> no. The, the Fast and Furious. She was never pregnant. After seven, the movies have definitely given up the notion of being logistically correct at all. And that's that was, okay. I, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm bothered about eight when he uh, when grabbed the submarine with his hand. Oh, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm more about when the hell did How Dominic fuck this girl? Because that had nothing to do with anything. That's not true. Was there just, was nothing there. There was no timeline. There's no. This is a miraculous birth. The the new kids like Jesus, Brian. <laughs> he named him Brian. How cool is that? Oh, and I love this this thing where they keep bringing Brian alive. Well, what? That's like they Say it again? they they kept Brian alive, but at every every episode after every movie, they kind of show like a, a oh he's around, like but they he's talk not there. About him, you mean no? Like at the end of the last one. They're like, oh, is he coming? She's like, yeah, they talk about him. No, but then they show he's around. Like they show his car oh, pulling up. Oh, they show up. the car. Yeah, he pulls. But up like the... he's always around, but he's not well, there because technically he's not dead in the movie. I know. I think they should have killed him off. Like he well, did no, no, in no, real I agree life. with you. I would have. I I would have. Now it was. It's what 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 hurts that movie. Before we move on, what hurts that whole thing is that they were so close. Like because like Vin Diesel. And Paul Walker were best friends yeah, in their just, life. And so like, cold, they, them, so, like, that whole thing. So, like, I don't th- like, if had they not been, I think that they would have made the decision to kill him off in the movie, but I just think it was too raw at the time to do that. So, like, let's just, like, retire the character. Well, so, I hope they kill him in this one because <laughs> it's just, gonna... they're thinking of, like, it's funny because in the last one, I remember, like, they wanted to bring uh, Jordana Brewster, who played his sister, right. Mia. Mm-hmm. She she wanted her to be a little more part of the film. Well, they had cut her out completely and she yeah. wanted to be back in. Yeah, she wanted to be back in. So what they did was like, oh, well, Brian will babysit her. That's right. I'm like, what? Well, what are you so going to do? So Brian is now like, he used, Brian was a big part of everything. And he's like, I, I got the kids. You okay. go, my wife, go into danger now. Like it's here's like, the thing about it, this. It doesn't make sense. Now, and a lot here's the thing is I already know how it's going to go. A lot of people are going to hate this movie. Yeah. Just I think you should understand that this is to the point 8 9 10 11 12. Stop 8 9 10 1 a, 10 1 a 10 1 b 10 you know. I think all of those well, are movies. are just for the fans. Like I think I think now they're doing it for the family, the Fast the, Furious no, fans. They're doing it for the money. Well, that to that point Everybody dogs on the movies, but they still make one point five billion dollars. So don't come at me. Don't don't say like, oh, this sucked. And then like the movie grosses an unbelievable amount of money. Yeah. A lot of people are gonna go see this movie, and I think a lot of people are gonna hate it, but I think what you need to understand, no matter how stupid it is, and that's what it that's the point of it now. They fully bought into the gimmick. I think you need to understand that. That they have complete not you, but listeners, they have fully bought into this gimmick. Of the Fast and Furious, you like, have. like they, like what? I said you have. Oh, I definitely have. Like you think you do you honestly like when they went to space? Like that wasn't because they thought like they were doing that because that was a thing they had said so many years. Like, Maybe one day we'll go into space. It was totally a gimmick. Like it was just a thing. Like ho ho ho. Like that's so. Like people are not gonna like this movie. It's gonna be dumb, but it's just like have some fun with it. That's all. That's all. Anyways. All right. So. All right. So the next big movie, I'm by the way still gonna go see this. Yeah. Because obviously we're both going to go see this because it's just a big blockbuster yeah. popcorn flick. But the next movie is going to cause controversy. <laughs> it's going to cause a lot. May 26th, The Little Mermaid. Have you seen the clips of it that that Disney has put on YouTube? Well, yeah, I've seen the trailer stuff. Go watch the one-minute clips of they have Under the Sea, the start of Under the Sea, and then they have when she's singing Part of This World. What was it good or bad? I don't. I can't tell what that means, dude. It's rough. I don't know. 
from the trailer I've seen, the visuals underwater look good. Go watch the clips. I think you'll change your mind. I don't know. The trailer's the same thing. I've seen the, the under the sea thing. It looked normal to me. It just looks normal. So, Maybe I'm. I did. Sebastian looks weird. Sebastian's going to scare kids more than make yeah. them laugh. Uh, Flounder scared me. The fish scare me. I don't have a problem with. Okay, the the biggest thing why I said controversy is because people are going to be upset that the Little Mermaid is black. Oh, I don't care about that. But that I'm just saying that's yeah. we can't avoid that. That's going to be the biggest thing. Uh, I think and it's I think stupid. The, I think the Bailey, Mer- the Bailey sisters are incredibly talented. No, and so she, like, I think she does a great. Uh, that's her voice in the movie. No, no, no. She's that, a singer. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's an incredible she's singer. An artist. She's a singer. Um, I, I can I be blunt? Yeah. I've never seen the original Little Mermaid, the cartoon. Go. I would like to go. It's only like an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, I'm go, not gonna go watch it. What? I'm no, no, go watch it. No, it Why? looks weird for me to go no, watch no, Little Mermaid. No, it's not. People, I am that movie. 34 years old. I should not go watch The Little Mermaid by myself. There are 40 year olds that go to Disney World every single that's day. That's okay. That's that's okay. And ride little that's, teacups. Okay, that's weird. And so, I, that's weird. It's a thing. No, I, I go watch The Little Mermaid. I know, then, the, but I get the chest. No, it. I know you get it, but I'm telling you, go watch. I've seen. Go Under watch the, the cartoon one, and then call, like literally just a day before or two days before, then go watch the live action, and I would like to see. What's your opinion? Is? I think it's going to be fine. And the reason why I think it's going to be fine is because overall, I think it's the way I, whatever I've seen in the trailer, it looks still visually appealing to me. I think, but here's the thing: I defended Aladdin in 2019. <laughs> I'm guessing you didn't like Aladdin in 2019. It was fine. I loved it. I think it did a really good job. I the think only they had really good actors. Yeah, the only actor I did not like was the the guy who did Jafar. I think oh, he was yeah. underwhelming. I loved though the visuals. I thought it made sense because it looked. People were like, "Oh, it doesn't look like Grant." I'm like, "Well, this is what it would have looked like in real life." I loved Will Smith. I know this is pre-slap, but I loved Will no, Smith. Um, uh, his acting in as the genie and his rapping. I thought it made sense, so I loved it. I hated the Lion King. I thought the Lion King was boring and weird, and they had emotionless lions. Um, so it's very hit and miss with these re- uh, Disney remakes. But the thing is, is so. What's driving me more, like, yeah, I like the Little Mermaid story. It's not my favorite Disney story, but, like, I, I do enjoy it. What's driving me about this movie is, like, it's just going to be a massive box office hit. because like, And that's not going to be a word of mouth thing. People are just going to go see it because it's what it is. And that's what's driving me. But this no, this this live-action Disney crap, yeah. it's it's got to stop, man. We, well, we, we've why do you hate quit. on that? What? Why we've do you got hate- to, We've got to stop because that's like that is why these movies worked in the past. Was like the Beauty and the Beast one's good, but the they're also like they're 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 just they're too eh they're too like and I I hate to dog on movies but like the Lion King did you really yeah. did you really like that movie no yeah the, the original the, yes no yeah. see what I'm saying so you didn't really like the Lion King the Peter Pan movie that the Peter Pan and Winnie that just came out on Disney Plus is getting put through the ringer the okay? Pinocchio one the Pinocchio ringer. The Aladdin, you like it. Most of the people did not. It's it's we've this this live action thing. So are you going to go see it? What are you going to go see it? Though? Oh yeah, I'll see. I'll be there on Friday. I'll be there opening day. I'll go see because I, I I don't know if I'll be there opening. I'll day go see it movie. opening day. Like this movie that, to me is like stop. this movie to me is a very like if I have time and my little brother wants to go see yeah. it, I'll go see it. But I'm not gonna visibly go by myself and watch. Really, yeah. I like the Bailey sisters a lot. I'll go see it by myself. I don't really know who they are. Um, never heard of them before. Really, they're yeah. great singers. I just know that one of them is uh, Ariel. 
I think it's funny that Melissa McCarthy is Ursula. Yeah. I think she'll be dear. I think she'll I'm be I'm telling you, man, watch the clips, go watch the movie, and then like go watch Avatar The Way of Water, and you'll see what I'm talking about. All right, we move on to June 2nd. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Wait, we're not going to talk about the Boogeyman? The Boogeyman? I'm going to go see the Boogeyman. It's not on the list. Okay, well, I'm going to go see the okay. <laughs> we're not, We don't need to talk about I'm going to go see the Boogeyman. Okay, well, Boogeyman. Go see Boogeyman, I guess. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man, uh, June 2nd, uh, Across the Spider-Verse, the anticipated sequel to Into the Spider-Verse, the first one. I think everybody's excited for this one. Because I'm excited to see what this movie will do box office-wise. I think it's going to kill it. Because the first one came out, and it was so great, but I think it caught everybody by surprise. Not because it was good. But I don't think people were expecting to come out of the movie saying, like, that's the best superhero movie I've ever right. seen. But it was a word-of-mouth thing that got it exactly. big. And I think this movie, because the anticipation is huge on this one, first of all, this, forget the movie itself. Spider-Man sells. Oh, big time. Doesn't matter what it is. Spider-Man takes a shit. <laughs> people are going to go see that film. Spider-Man goes to the deli. They're going to go <laughs> see the film. They will see it. They yeah. kids love Spider. I don't know what it is that Spider Man is the most profitable outside of Batman and Superman. Spider Man's right. third uh, is third right behind them. So they're going to make a lot of money off that. But this movie, the animation style, the music, the 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 guys who made the, these films have really caught on. They got something, and I think that when the first one came out, I watched it. I didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal, but I walked out I'm like, "Wow!" I was yeah. emotional from it. Uh, it had a, it got me like really invested, and of course, the fact is that we have a true Miles Morales storyline that people in the comic book world have been uh, edging for for the longest time. So I think this movie is going to be a huge hit, and I think that's what's going to kick off June second. Yeah, like out of all the movies in the summer, this one probably has the highest stock, like big time. Like this is gonna look the, at the cast. I, I know. Mean, oh, it's ridiculous. It's gonna it's gonna come with you know Haley Steinfeld. You know, just like it's ridiculous. Uh, Jake Johnson, Asa yeah. Ray, uh, oh Daniel uh, Kaluuya, uh, Karen Sony, uh, Jason Schwartzman, Brian Terry Henry. Uh, the list goes on and on. There's so many it great was a actors. Huge there. cultural shift too, because this was the first time you saw like a. Miles Morales driven story and it worked like unbelievably well and like that that I, I I'm so excited to see when it comes out how like what it does because if Super Mario is doing what it's doing do you know it's the fourth all-time highest grossing original movie mm -hmm. ever which is kind of a weird thing to say because it's not really an original movie they've had like 50 years to like think about it like technically you know Mario's been around for that long but yeah Technically, it's an original movie. It's like the fourth highest ever grossing movie. But um, I did with Mario. The reason why that movie caught on fire is because it's good. Oh no! I, oh, oh, that's the thing. <laughs> it's it's not bad. Spider Man. I'm excited. I think it's going to be great storytelling. I think that now that they're, I mean, like the expectations, the budget's going to be. It's it. it but now, I, it's not going to suck. Now it might get. A, you'll. I'll say it's going to get a huge box office opening weekend. But if it's getting bad reviews, the word of mouth couldn't make a right. big drop off in the yeah. second weekend. I think it's going to be good. Uh, by the way, Boogeyman is coming out June 2nd. Yeah. So you were acting like I jumped it. I didn't. You just didn't mention it. Well, I didn't see it on my list until I saw it now. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know nothing about Boogeyman. I've never heard anything about it. It's, I'm not a uh, horror film guy. So it's I, Rob Savage directing. Who the hell is Rob Savage? Uh, Rob Savage is the guy that made... Uh, Oh my God! That ben make? Savage and Fred Savage's brother. He made Host and Dash Cam. You know that. You know what no, that is? No, I don't. Those are know. two uh, Shutter movies that are really good. Ah, okay. I'm not into Shutter? those kind of. I, I don't know. No. Okay, that's very good. So we're gonna move on because I don't know about it. <laughs>
Uh, you can go watch that on your own and have fun with that. All right, the next big film that I think that both of us and a lot of people who listen to the show will like, not Boogeyman, but Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Uh, this is, of course, whatever number Transformers movie this is six, now. Six, right? Yeah, six. Six or something. Six. And it's not even in the same continuity anymore. If things have changed, correct me if I'm wrong, Bumblebee changed everything, right? Right. Because originally, if you go back and listen to the original Transformers that I used to watch back in 07 and yeah. all that, the Transformers never got here, yet. at least the, right. the, the, the Autobots. In this continuity, Bumblebee's been here since the 1980s. But apparently in the 1990s, all the Autobots came. So this is not the same universe as Sam and all them, right? No, not at all. Okay. No, not, no way. So I the mean, whole, no everything from Transformers 1 to the last night, that's all done. Yeah, 1 uh, through 5. Yeah, the or, Fallen, Moon, uh, Age of Extinction. And Night, last and night. And Night, yeah, those are. So the Mark Wahlberg slash over. Shia LaBeau over. movie, those are Buff. done. We're not we're, we're not in those. Yes, we're done. Okay, so Bumblebee's the first, and now this is the second. Perfect. All right, I have no intention to see this film. Really? I have no. I have seen the trailers. I am not even remotely wow. turned on to watch this film. I cannot tell you how much I have seen the trailer three or four times. I saw the new trailer come out, and nothing excites me. It looks terrible. Wow, this is it a, looks terrible. This this is a story that like Transformers fans have been no, asking for a while. I understand that. I understand that Unicron is coming. Everything, yeah. even though we had Unicron in the last <laughs> night. Uh, this is the real Unicron apparently now. Like they're doing it much better. I get that. Um, where the fuck are the? I don't understand the Beast War thing because I remember there was Beast Wars. I thought Optimus was a the primal, the ape one, yeah. and I thought he turned into him, but now it's not because there's two <laughs> different ones. Yeah. It's very confusing. I watched the film, and despite the fact it's called Rise of the Beasts, the trailer doesn't do much with the beasts. They show him a little bit, and that's it. The main focus is the main Autobots, so it still has to do with cars. That's why I'm turned off. It's confusing. It is a weird storyline. Again, and I, I've already been disappointed. The last good Transformers film was Rise of the Dark Side of the Moon. That was a great one. I love that one. Yeah. I hated the second one. I didn't like second Revenge of the Fallen. Yeah. No, but the, the Revenge of the uh, Dark Side of the Moon, yeah. uh, great storyline, great action, great music, and hotter girl. I th- Okay. Which, by the way, she never ever amounted to anything in the acting world, which is crazy. Rosie Hunting and Wheelie. Why, yeah. yeah, they tried. She they, got married to Jason Statham. Yeah, no, like they, I, I, that was supposed to be her, like introducing. It's okay, and she, she did. She never, did. I her, mean, she, to be fair, it was, the, that's not her first source of income. She's a model. Yeah, like that is that she is does, her profession. She does that well. I just know, like she was just like, so they were just trying to put her on this acting role, and it didn't happen. Which I actually think she's a good actor. Anyways. Go watch this movie, you and everybody listening. I think you're actually going to be pleasantly surprised by it because Anthony Ramos and I, I trust. So, what has Anthony Ramos been character. in? What has he been in? He was in the Heights. He is part of Hamilton. He is lady. Uh, he's in A Star Is Born. I haven't seen any of them. Really? Oh my god! A Star Is Born is like the best movie ever. Anyways, go watch it. I think you'd be pleasantly surprised. I think this is going to be the movie. I don't know how many more Transformers they're going to do after this. I know they at least got one more scheduled, but um, I think this is going to be the movie where it's, it gives Transformers, because Bumblebee was pretty all right. I, I, and the People thing like is, that movie. I didn't watch Bumblebee because I was so turned yeah. off with the right. Transformers. People stuff. like that movie, and I think this is going to be the one where everyone's going to be like, okay, Transformers is back on the right track. 
Like, I think that's what this is going to do. I hope. You know what? I'll go see this. I think you're going to actually like I will it. go see this, but I'm not going to. This is, again, another, not a day oneer. See, there are movies that are day one. Yeah, winners. I don't think this is a day one for me, but I'm definitely probably going to see this in the first, like, seven days. Yeah, that's this is a within the week if I got time, right. I'll go catch it. But you're, there, are, <laughs> day and, I want to tell people this: there are day oneers where you're in line, you're ready to go Thursday night. Yeah, like, absolutely. Unless I have work here, Fast at the X is definitely one of those. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, trust me with that one. I'm as well. Unless if I if I have work, that's unfortunate. Yeah, that's the only reason why I would uh, not be able right. to go see it. All right, moving on. Um, I can't wait. Well, it, it is said to be the turning point in the DCEU. This film <laughs> might change sucks, everything. It's just not going to be pointed Or anything. nothing. It might be nothing. You have mixed feelings about this film. I have mixed feelings about this film. I also have high expectations. You have low expectations. June 16th, DC Warner Brothers presents The Flash, the long-awaited Flash movie that's been in development hell since God knows how long. <laughs> Uh, we don't know now. We never knew if it was going to come out because of Ezra Miller's, uh, uh, you know, crimes against uh, whatever he did or they did. Uh, you know, Ezra has been a very controversial figure now. So we don't know what's going to happen in terms of uh, promotion for this film. Is he going to promote it or not? We don't know. But aside from that, I'm pretty excited because you have not only Ben Affleck returning as Batman, my favorite Batman outside of Christian Bale. But you have Michael Keaton returning. Everybody loves Michael Keaton. You have, uh, uh, what's it called, uh, Michael Shannon returning as Zod. Zod. You have a lot of uh, big-time things. and I Supergirl. Love Supergirl, Sasha Kale, uh, who is an incredible actress. I think she's going to kill it as Supergirl. There's just so many good things about this film that you're excited for. You just hope that it all comes together. Because this movie can easily be terrible. It's got That's the problem. It's got the makings to be a really good movie. And this is, you know... I'm not going to beat a dead horse, but how many times have we come up on here and like the critics said it like, oh, this is like a movie that's going to reset the DC universe and it's one of the best comic book movies of all time. I mean, how many times have you heard that? Thousands yeah. of times. And so I'm anxious to see like that aspect of it. I'm, 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 I'm anxious to go in there and see like, okay, what's this movie that everyone's been talking about that's so dang good? Um, I'm skeptical on it because when I watch the trailers, I look and I, I, I'm like, okay, I see a DC movie. But then again, I go into a lot of DC movies hoping for the best. It's not like I go in there wanting to critique them. Seems I just, like I'm just seems like, like you're a hater. No, I'm not. I, I just, I, I just look at it and be like, okay, that looks like a DC movie. However, I'll say this: they're clearly going after No Way Home. You know, they're like, like that, it is. that's what they're doing. This and is I'll a say this, That's either going to help them or it's going to completely but screw no, them. It's not entirely like that. Okay, No Way Home. And let's just be fair. No way home. We all the one good thing about it. What built the hype was that we thought we were going to get the other two Spider Men in interacting with the current uh, Spider Man. Right? right. You're going to have three Spider Men, and that was the big draw. Plus the other villains. You're not really doing that here. No, you're not getting it to that extent. Because you do have Ben. Aff- I guarantee you, Ben Affleck and, oh, yeah. ben, and Michael Keaton will not. I think Michael Keaton will be in the movie way more than Ben Affleck. Oh, we already know. We already right. have it established yeah. that Ben Affleck's only going to be in it for five I mean, minutes. I think. Yeah, yeah. To the extent of No Way Home, it's not going to be that much. But this is clearly their No Way Home, where they where they put all these characters together. You got all these like guys coming back. It's either going to help. The, like if it's not even near as good as No Way Home, it's going to screw them so badly. Because a lot of people are going to look at no. it and be like, "You can't handle an extended, you can't handle a multiverse very well." Yeah, and 
They get a lot riding on this, and I wish that James Gunn could have had his hands on this more. But he says, and listen. But if he says it, man. Here's my thing. James Gunn, like him or not, he's very honest on Twitter. Oh, yeah. I've noticed that about him, especially since the uh, Superman debacle when they were trying to explain what right. happened. Uh, he's been very honest, and he keeps saying that this is going to be one of the best comic book movies we've ever seen. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. It'll, and be, it'll be a day one. The director is awesome. Andy Musetti is right. an incredible director. It, so what I'm trying to say is I'm excited for it because I, well, I want to know also, because I kind of, I'll be honest, I kind of know how the movie's going to go out. The trailer's already kind of ruined it right. for you. Well, that's also what, I'm, that's yeah. what I don't like about DC is they do that a lot. Oh, Marvel does that too. Marvel, yeah. Marvel definitely does that too. That's they, I'm, I'm saying it's like they've kind of ruined it with their right. trailers about what we kind of know. I still want to see it, right. but I know how the story's going to end up. My clue, a question is how it ends. Yeah, that's true. That's the biggest thing because we've heard so many rumors that they've caught, they've cut several scenes from this film, uh, and we don't know how it's going to end up. So this is going to be a big film. This could, of course, ultimately change the way the DC universe is going to oh, go. Oh yeah, oh yeah, big time. It will. Uh, it it it. If it hits, it's gonna really hit. And so I'm, I'm, I'll be there day one. I'm sure you'll be there day one. I mean, like it's gonna be a big event. And if it goes off, man, it's it's gonna be exciting. And between James Gunn doing Guardians three and that getting the recognition that it is, and this, if this pops off, the amount of hype that this new DC universe is about to have is gonna be. Superman Legacy is going to have so much writing on it. If that's and even the though case. that James Gunn has nothing to do with this film, it's know, still, they're going to right? associate him oh, with yeah, it. Oh, yeah, big time. So anyways. All right, so The Flash, we're all excited. That's a day oneer. Yep. That's a day oneer for sure. Uh, Elemental is next on the yeah. same day yeah. on June 16th. Elemental is going to get its ass beat by The Flash. That's true, but it'll be a good movie. I it guarantee will be. It. I love the trailer for this. I love the idea. Listen, Disney does really well with these kind of Pixar films. Right. Uh, I love the idea that there's a fire girl and a water guy, and they're like dating. <laughs> the and, elements. And, and you know that's just funny. It's a cute movie. So I, I think I'm going to go see that film. I think it's going to be good. Yeah, I'll catch it eventually. Um, I'll definitely go see it. I am not going. Uh, I'm not going to see any of the other things. I will go see The Blackening. The back end is a streaming movie. I'm sorry, that's not a wow. that's not a theater movie. I will go see it. That's not a theater movie. Sorry. So, it looks funny though. I like it. Okay, so that's our June. 16th, All right, we're 17th. moving on to June 30th. Ah, hold this. on. What? I will go see Asteroid City on June 23rd. That is a possible Oscar. Okay, it says nominee. Asteroid City on June 16th. That probably that might be wide in a limited release. That okay. works too because we're in Dallas, so it's fine. yeah. June 16th, I will be going to see Asteroid City as well sometime in that in Is that, that first the, week. Tom Hanks and uh, Margot Robbie, everybody in them? That is Scarlett Johansson. It has Tom everybody. Hanks, yes. Yeah, it has yes. everybody. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I, that is a possible. Wait, it's a Wes Anderson film? Yes. Yeah, I'm good. I'm it, out. I'm out. You're out? It's William Wes Defoe. Anderson sucks. It is definitely going Wes to. Wes Anderson is the most pretentious uh, films. I hate those films. I think they're stupid. They're just so dumb. I just want to. Choke. There's a good chance it's the best picture nominee. That's why yeah, because it's it. stupid. No, they it's fall for it's Oscar break. bait. Anyways, it's so stupid. I will be there. I will. I hate not Wes many Anderson. Not anybody's gonna like I that movie. Hate but Wes I hate Wes Anderson. All his movies are ridiculously stupid. Ouch. Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, all of them. St- I hate that style he does. I hate it. Ouch. Anyway, moving on. Uh, June 30th, the big film that everybody's gonna be talking about: Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Uh, we have it confirmed. This will be the final. Uh, Indiana Jones finally because he seems to make it doesn't seem like they make a lot of them. Uh, Harrison Ford is like almost eighty that he needs to quit. Uh, but I'm excited to see this one because I've not seen any Indiana Jones film. Any? No, 
and I'm playing. Oh, you it. would like them. Seriously, I know, no, I, you would I know. Seriously Listen, like I'm them. a Star Wars fan, so of course I would love Indiana Jones. I want to go watch them. I just never had time. I know all about them. I know yeah. everything about them. I just never actually sat down and watched them. So I'm going to watch in June all four of the yeah. previous films so I can get ready for this one. The trailer, though, I will say this, doesn't get me too excited. It's an interesting trailer. Um, it doesn't get you. It doesn't give you too much. But it also doesn't give you any kind of action or anything that it gets me excited. But what I am excited about is Mad Mickelson's Mads Mickelson. He is the bad guy apparently, yeah. And he is an incredible bad guy. I loved him in Casino Royale. He is awesome. So I am excited for that. He plays a great villain. I think that this is going to right the ship from the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which a lot of people had issues with, and it was not that very good. This will. I I I would hope. It seems like when these like last year movies come out, they actually do pretty okay. Um. I'm excited for this one because I think they've learned their lesson from the the kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and it's it's cool knowing that this is like the final adventure of Indy. We don't have to like be like, okay, is this it? Is this not like you know like okay, whatever happens, yeah. this movie is finalized. And I think that like we mentioned with Guardians, like it it just adds like a really cool factor to it that you can kind of just sign off. But I will definitely be there on day that. one. That's a day one for day me. One man. T- Indiana here. Jones. I'm a big sucker for those kinds of movies. Indiana Jones, uh, Tomb Raider, Uncharted, all that kind of stuff. I'm I'm in. This is the month, July, that's going to be big. Yeah, this, this, this lot of this, money here. And we're going to wrap it up pretty quickly here because we're, we've been running out of time. But I will say this. We're going to have to go through some because there, the, there are some movies on here that I want to talk about. All right, I'll quickly go July 7th. Nothing here that excites me. Insidious the Red Door. I'm Hell not yeah. I'm not a I'm not a horror fan. Really? I'm not, I'm not oh, a horror fan. God, I've seen all the, fans, I've so. seen all Insidious's midnight releases. That's weird and the cells <laughs> scare me. Uh, Joyride, I don't know what that's about, but cool uh the outlaws never heard of it but that is a adam sandler or yes. adam divine movie yes i'm good we're good we're not gonna watch that biosphere another isc film independent we get to the first big film in july july 12th mission impossible dead reckoning part one of two to end the mission impossible franchise I'm sorry, but these films, I, I don't care what you think of Tom Cruise. I don't care what oh, okay. you say about him. He, Yes, maybe he's weird. He's a Scientologist. I don't care. I just care about the movies he makes, and he kills it. I'm sorry. There's no way around it. The man is a legendary filmmaker in terms of actor, of creating films that, that just wow you. I love Top Gun Maverick last year, one of the best films of last year. It killed. He is the summer blockbuster king. You know, Will Smith had that for a while. Tom Cruise took that from him. Tom Cruise, legendary. And the the I can't wait because I love the last Mission Impossible Fallout yeah. with uh, Henry Cavill in that film as the bad guy. That was one of the best action films I've seen in a long time. Maybe the best action film. And now I can't wait because it connects this Mission Impossible with the very first one. Yeah. We're getting it. I love when movies do uh, callbacks. <laughs> This movie and this this it's funny because it's kind of the same cast they've had for the last few films. Yeah, and it's worked though. They worked. Uh, we got Tom Cruise, Haley Atwell, Ving Rhames, Simon Pegg, and Rebecca Ferguson, All Vanessa right. Kirby, and just uh, oh, um, the girl who plays Mantis. I can't say her name. Palm <laughs> Clementive. Yeah. She's in it. Uh, there's so many people in this film. I can't wait. Are you excited? This movie is gonna rock. This movie is gonna be so good, and I'm. I'm sad that it's only a part one because I wish I could just get it all right now. This is but, um, this is a tub of popcorn, oh, butter yeah. all the way, drinks. You have to have the full. There is very few Tom Cruise movies in the action realm that are bad. No, the one what Tom Cruise is doing at this age, 
is so unprecedented. It has never been done before. This dude's putting out massive blockbusters and Best Picture nominees. Top Gun Maverick was a Best Picture nominee at the age he's doing it. And I've never seen anything like that before. And what Trust I love me, about Tom he cares. Cruise, he cares. Exactly. What I love about Tom Cruise is he cares so much about the work he's putting in and the movie aspect of it and like the experience of cinema. And like I think that's what really sets these movies apart from each other. And I think this is going to be a big time, big time blockbuster hit. And the one cool thing about Tom Cruise action movies is you really don't have to worry about it sucking because every time he does a sequel, it's better than the last one. Yeah. All the Mission Impossible films have been better than like, Absolutely. The, I think the only one that people didn't like, but I personally liked it, was the second one. Which you could still say is better than the first. Like you could like make an argument. Yeah, like, you yeah, could. Because it's got a lot of more was, like action stuff. I, I think it was because John Woo was hired as the director True. and he was very much into that weird thing oh, in the action the slow motion. Like that first the first scene when they're introducing the MI two title. Yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah. And the the what's it called? The birds thing. Yeah. Wasn't he the director of face off? Yeah. That's why. That that was that late nineties slow motion action that they 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 love doing and it, it did change the the uh, the narrative for that one yeah. but we got back with the third one was a hit the fourth one was a hit massive hit. and then he just got better with each Rogue one nation and so, then fallout came and was like because i think fallout everyone was like okay certainly you're gonna taper off at some point no and, and they're fallout, like no you could say fallout was the best one ever made fallout <laughs> might be the best action it's film. so good i and the, that i wish henry cavill didn't die in that film yeah spoiler alert Oops. uh all right this comes january or uh, july 21st the day the day because reckoning. because there's two <laughs> movies done this day i'm gonna go with the first one that i think is lesser than the first one barbie is one of them that is gonna is gonna get a lot of attention because you have Margot Robbie as the star character, she's born to play the role. You have Ryan Gosling born to play Ken. You have an incredible cast. Will Smith's in, uh, not Will Smith, uh, Will Ferrell's in this, so yeah. of course it's going to be awesome. Helen, Helen Marin's in this for yeah. some reason. Greta Gerwig is directing. John Cena's in this. I mean, this movie is going to be incredible. Everyone loves it. It's exciting, but this also could be a bust. This oh, is a yeah. very hit and miss film. We don't know. <laughs> it just looks good on the trailers, but- this is where the other movie is going to have competition with because the other movie is My Hero's film. My Hero, I think the best director in cinema. I think this man cares about cinema. He cares about filmmaking at his at his deepest core, and that's why he doesn't use CGI or anything like that. He tries to avoid it. Oppenheimer, July 21st, Christopher Nolan, with pretty much the best cast I've ever seen in a film. Oh, they just spent a ton of money. You're absolutely right. I mean, I mean, they're, every one of these guys on the movie is an A-list star. So in their own, every one of these movies is starring in their own movie. So you have Oppenheimer versus Barbie. Same Before day. we get into exactly what's going to happen, who's going to win out in the box office? Well, think? I think I think Barbie's going to win out because Oppenheimer, and it's not. I don't think Barbie's going to be the better movie. But I think, I mean, Barbie is a massive... You just know what you're saying, because Universal's banking on this. Sure. Because Christopher Nolan said, oh, no, I want it. I get it. They didn't turn down. Like, they didn't, they didn't, and I, I admire them for that. They didn't say we're moving and they on their release date. Yeah. And I get it. But Barbie is a massive IP entity. Huge. And that's is where it? I think they're going to get... Yes! No, what are you talking about? No, no, no. Not anymore. Barbie... Oh, come here's, on. No, no, I think no, it's because no. you're... 50 years old. Okay, I'm 34. <laughs> okay. But no, no, no. What I'm trying to say is this. Yeah, Barbie is this, but for little kids and stuff, and I get that. My point being is this. Oppenheimer 
the way it's getting hit, I mean, the idea that he might have created a nuclear, his own nuclear weapon just to shoot it, like that That's rumors. A, by the way, that is not real. That yeah. is so dumb. I, I, I know. That, I, but never. it's funny that people think that because that's yeah. what Nolan does. Nolan goes for the most realistic uh, uh, opportunities to create his films. He he rarely uses CGI. Yeah. I personally think Oppenheimer is going to win. Really? I think it's going to win so. big. I think Barbie Ooh. is going to get trounced at the box office. I think that I think the more like technical, like technical movie, better movie, and the more like renowned movie will definitely be Oppenheimer in the long run. However, I just think that Barbie will will make the money more. Can we both agree that both movies are going to be like going head to head? Like, oh, this will be. This is something I haven't seen in a while. This would be crazy. This is like yeah. old school stuff. It, we haven't seen this. Uh, I think double featuring this on the same. Day. Here's my thing. The reason why I think Oppenheimer will win and why I think win big. To me, Barbie in today's day and age, yeah. Barbie seems to be a, not a day one or film. I just think you're wrong. Nobody wants to go. Oh, hold on, but okay. Let me ask you this question: what? Between the two films, you only had one choice on day one to go watch one. That's of these. not fair to ask me. No, that. I'm just what asking. I'm say. What are you gonna say? You know what I'm gonna I say. I don't. I'm gonna I want... say Oppenheimer. Yeah, that's what I'm, my point is. If you had to choose one to go to the movie theater that day, you're going to go Oppenheimer. You're not going to go watch Barbie. And uh, the only people that on day one that will go watch Barbie are those with kids. And so I think, a lot of people. It, yeah, but I don't think a lot of kids are going to go see this film. I, I just don't. I don't see that happening. I don't see a lot of well, I, oh, I don't see boys going to see this film. Little boys, I don't see them seeing this film. No, but there's a ton. No. Of, there's a ton. Yeah, of I know. Out there but the uh, my point being is, if I had to choose the percentage of the population, the majority are going to go see Oppenheimer. You can't take kids to a Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah, you though. can. <laughs> sure, I mean, I, I would take my kid, but you're right. No, um, I'll, I'll tell you. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to be blunt. I think Oppenheimer is going to be the best film of the summer. There is a there is a world where both of these movies are nominated for best picture. That's stupid. If Barbie pops off, that's stupid. There's a chance. You said the stupid. The way Greta you said Gerwig, that's stupid. That's a stupid <laughs> take. <laughs> the way Greta Gerwig makes her movies, there's a chance. Uh, Christopher, it's Christopher gonna, fucking <laughs> Nolan. And a lot of people have issues with Christopher. Who? Nolan. What? Let me there's kill him. Ton- what? I'm going to kill him. There's actually a lot of people that don't like Inception. Believe it or not. What? I know. I don't think it's correct, but that's true. I want to anyway. find them anyway. Um, I'm I think Oppenheimer is going to be it, but Barbie will be good too. Do we but need uh, a speed round through these other? Yeah, ones? let's go through the speed because uh, after that, this kind of uh, I no, will see the haunted mansion. Yeah, the, that looks good. On I, July I think 28th. that's not a day one for me though. Uh, that's probably a day one for me. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, I'm a, 4, I will see I am out. Mayhem. I am out on. I, hate, I am 100 percent seeing the Meg two the trench on August. 4th, I am day out one. on the Meg. Not going to see, see the it. Meg? No. August 11th, I kind of want to see Gran Turismo. I'm you know? interested to see because you know why? Because I, I want to see what with the cast that they got. I'm I'm excited. I'm just funny because my my cousin he's really big into like racing and wants yeah. to be a uh, F1 drive, a Formula One driver, and um, he's all big and he does the games and this seems like his life. This oh, movie, okay. so I just want to see it just for that. Uh, going through the rest of it, the next big thing is on July August 18th, Blue Beetle. Uh, I don't know about this film. It's going to be very up and down. It. I will see it because it's a DC film. I don't think it's going to get a lot of big pub. I think it's going to be kind of weak, actually, because nobody knows about Blue oh, Beetle. I think it's going to do awfully, awful. Yeah, I, I think I think it is not going to. It's just not big enough a name. Nobody knows about Blue Beetle. They're not. Um, I mean, the only big name in the film is George Lopez and Susan Sarandon, right. and that's not a big enough draw. I think so. Uh, it will do. It's, it's going to be one of those uh, DC films that are just like okay, whatever, you know. But if it pops off, they're gonna you know what they'll do that's what i told you they'll go oh that was always part of the plan like we're it's definitely part of, of the course de- they'll make it part of the universe 100 it's I not gonna it, yeah. pop off no. though i will go see strays on august 18th as well 
Yeah, strays. Will you go see strays? I like those like when they're like the same thing they did with like Good Boys and well, like Sausage Party, which is not a really. It's good a movie, cartoon, right? But I what? It's a cartoon. Uh, strays? No, no, no. But I like the idea. It's a cartoon. Of, like, what? No, it's not. Strays? It's with the dogs and stuff. The dogs, yeah. It's not a cartoon. Like, like, it's oh, but like dogs. voice. By, yeah, yeah, it's oh, voiceover. Okay. But like, I like that idea of when they take like innocent things and they make them R-rated. That's an interesting concept. No, it, At the time, they suck, but I, I like the. Effort. You know what movie I loved? That was oh. that nobody, it, nobody, it never got big, but Good Boys. That's what. I was, oh yeah, I just said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, just said that. I thought you said something else. I said Good Boys and Sausage Party. I heard Sausage, sausage Party. I didn't hear Good, good Boys. Okay. I appreciate the effort. Okay. I will go see Strays. Well, go see that's Blue our Beetle. summer movie. Will you go right. see the Equalizer three? Come on, man. That's come on. I only seen Equalizer two. Oh, dude, I'm gonna go see them all. The Trench, the Meg, the Trench is gonna no, be amazing. No, it's not. That's stupid. So I think I'm gonna go see every one of these movies outside of maybe one. Yeah, and that's the Voyage of the Dead. Well, let me ask you this: What's your number one movie of the summer? I think Oppenheimer's gonna. Well. If you say Barbie, I'm going to kick your no, ass. No, but I do think Barbie's going to end up having the... No, it's not. I think Barbie's going to be the highest grossing movie of the summer. Oh, my God. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. And it's I think, not. I think, Stop I, it. I think Oppenheimer will be the best movie of the summer. Okay, I think Oppenheimer is going to be the number one movie of all time, and it's going to break records. I'm telling you, Christopher Nolan only had one thing that ruined his streak, and that was because of COVID. Tenet would have been just as big if COVID didn't happen. I got one question for you. Yeah. This goes back to Spider-Man, Spider-Verse. So Mario's 1.5 plus, like they passed it, 1.5 billion. Is that with the hype that's surrounding Spider-Man, knowing how good it is, and it's probably not going to fail this time around? Do you see an do you see a world where an animated movie like Spider-Man makes north of two billion dollars? No. Okay. Well, this one yes, because it's Spider-Man. I'm so curious if that's going to happen. That'd be crazy. That one is going to be that's a very the Spider-Man interesting watch. that does it. I'm going to be watching it, and again, this summer we also have to readjust our. Uh, things pre-pandemic, this was that would have been a no-brainer. We never know, but now because of the pandemic and the way people have changed their attitudes, which is stupid, um, I don't know how they're going to re- react to it. But we'll see. It's going to yeah. be interesting to watch. But that was our summer movie preview. Um, Creighton, I can't, I can't wait. This is going to be awesome. Talk too much, man. I'm sorry. What? So we talk too much. I'm sorry. Why did we talk too much? Did we talk too much? I don't know that we're on a podcast. The way I see it is like is like we give you so much like things to listen to. You can just pick and choose where you want to. Well, that's why I do my little uh, the details, and so you can yeah. jump to and wherever you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, but but don't apologize ever for talking. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's right. Don't ever apologize. I got when... a lot of stored up thoughts in my head from behind the boards. Yes, so. exactly. That's what happens <laughs> when you keep us. Chained, keep us down. Anyway, I'm. So, uh, we we kick off summer movie thing uh, and uh, this week or next week. What is next fast? week would be fast. Fast X. Fast Thursday is when fast it starts. Fast Thursday. It fast is, X. Creighton, tell us where we can find you. you. Can find me on Twitter at Creighton Branch. And you do a podcast with. I do a podcast talking about all uh, the roller coaster that is the Texas Longhorns football program, and that's called the Bevo Boys and. Yeah, that's that, and uh, got a big uh, interview piece coming out on my We Rave You magazine. Oh, okay. massive interview! Uh, it's a dance artist. I don't know if that, like, if you know what it is, but like, that's uh, I got, I got, I got a big cover piece that I'm literally gonna have to go work on after this. Skrillex. Trying to get him. He is or next on my list. Avicii. Avicii is dead. If you get Avicii, you that got would him. be huge. Skrillex, though, Skrillex is is. 
trying to get Skrillex. I'll say okay. that much. I can say that much about Skrillex. Skrillex and of course, we can find you on the ticket uh, overnight. And of oh, course, oh yeah, keep, I'll keep you suit the Fox Sports Radio overnight. That's right. And uh, what else do I do here? Well, you did Mass Beat, but it's over now. So yeah, we suck, so that's over. Yeah, um, but it's okay. We'll find you again next time. <laughs> yeah, come around October. Really yeah. rock and roll. But yeah, Mass. Like the what I'm more excited for. If you do anything. Just get ready to read my my interview piece here in okay. about well, we'll put two it, weeks. Tweet it out on your Atrade so, Branch. I will tell you this much. I'll tell you this much. Right? It is hands down like one of those like upper echelon guys that like I've like I never thought I'd get to talk to. I th- uh, it's like it, and we talked for an hour. Man. It was this, like me was if I were to interview Tony Rowe. Yeah, like, like, like this was a the, big surreal moment. That was yeah. like, I was like, dude, I've like listened to your music for like since I was in middle school. If Tony Romo and I had a conversation, that would be the greatest day of my life. Coolest guy ever, by the way. So like, I'm excited for that. But that's where you can find me. All those okay. guys. You can follow me at EA Sports DFW, and of course, what cool interviews are you doing these days? Well, I talked to Mozzie Smith today. Not really. I just like, did you sweat on him? I did. I sweat on a lot of people. Uh, yeah, that's going to be fun to admit to. Anyway, uh, I guarantee you the uh, Dan McDowell's going to probably pick that part out. The EA sweats now. Um, anyway, uh, you can follow me at EA Sports DFW. And, of course, I am here on the ticket tomorrow uh, weekend. You can hear me on Afternoon Delight as their board op. Uh, I'll be producing. Uh, Saad is out of town, so I'll be producing the Mark Elfenbein show this uh, Sunday Seven morning. Seven in the morning. Seven in the morning. Early, bright, and early with Mark Elfenbein. Elf. Uh, and then uh, that will be what happened this weekend. And, of course, you can always find me uh, on Twitter and on the world just doing my own thing because I'm EA and I'm badass. And, of course, thank you for listening to this podcast. Please ugh, please make this keep growing and show our love and everything and say, hey, these guys actually know what they're talking about and they're pretty entertaining. So Do you we're think all, that we're Jay gonna... sits behind that glass and just goes... God, they talk forever. <laughs> Jay, I don't think Jay. I think Jay pretends like we don't exist. Like, like no, that's. I, I mean, I, that's fine. I just wonder if he ever looks in here and he's like, "Dude, they're still here." Yeah. Well, I don't think he cares. I hope he doesn't. If he doesn't, so I would think that'd be like, "God, they're still here." Well, we do love Jay, by the way. Let's give a shout out to Jay. Oh, Jay's Jay boy, King, right? awesome. Go check him out. He's an awesome. He, of course, uh, produces the Fun House on the weekends, just and of course, he is out. the Ticket Top Ten host. So, uh, and of course, he kind of just helps us out by pushing record. There you go. Yeah, that's that. All right, well, we'll see you next week. People, peace, love, and I love you more.